If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. So Dave. Yes? Yeah, yes. You remember I uh, hit a pothole. I didn't hit a pothole. I hit a crater. Like, you remember the crater that was left when the dinosaurs died from the asteroid hitting? This was bigger. It literally... So you're subscribing to the asteroid theory? I mean, yeah. I don't know. What uh, what grounds do you have for that? Just that... Um, Where's the crater? It's in it's in Mexico. You hit it with your car. I hit it something bigger with my car. The the da- the dinosaur asteroid killing? It was more that? evil. Yeah, it almost killed my car. My car is stronger a than a dinosaur, though. Maybe not a meteor. Whatever. Or a meteorite? Meteorite. No, I don't know. I think a meteorite is small, and a meteor is huge. I don't think so. I don't know. It's my. It's our. I show. think it has to do like lava and magma. Like it's when it's outside <laughs> of our solar system. It's a <laughs> right. I don't know if that's a correct analogy. Who knows? We're one minute in. And we're off the rails. Yeah. yeah. Where where were we going anyway? It's not like we're at a uh, a uh, like brewery or There's something. There's a destination. We got nothing. There is a destination. The destination is Jackson Troy. It's in Lansingburg. You gotta go over and talk to James. Wait, right now? Not, not right this second. All right. Whenever you have car, like body damage done to your car, because I hit that that, that crater oh, but where the exit okay, 24 tolls right. used to be. We were going somewhere with this. And I dented my rim and egged my tire. Do you know what? You know what I mean, obviously. You know egged what, to your tire? I egged my tire. Egg. The tire or the rim? The the tire. I It got a big egg in the side of it. Really? It bulged right out. So what do you do? You go to James over at Jackson Troy. And then what, do they replace the tire or do they fix it? Actually, he didn't do anything. What he did is uh, he got underneath my car and was like, you need, a, you need a mechanic. You don't need a body shop. There's nothing I can do for you. But I uh, had some scratches in my front bumper. He's like, I asked how much it would cost to uh, fix that. He's like, pull around back. And guy just buffed him right out. Just gone. He's like, these will, these will be here forever unless I re, repaint it. He, he buffed it so good he can't even see it no more. And on top of it, he did it for free. He did a free uh, look at my car, and then he buffed out the, the, the scratches of my car for free. And then he told me what, what mechanic to go to. And uh, they fixed my car because it was a mechanical issue and not a body issue. But I heard good things about Jack and went down, or James over at Jack's and Troy. Talked to him, and he's, uh, he lives up to his reputation. So anybody who has any body work, go over to uh, Jack's in Lansenburg. Um, his phone number is 518-235-2422. 518 518- Two three five, two four two two, and that's at uh, three sixty six Fifth Ave, Troy, New York one two one eight two. So in this episode, we're welcoming back a friend of ours, somebody who I consider to be a honorary member of the show. Um, he has his own podcast now called uh, Big Blue State of Mind. Uh, Kevin is coming back to our show, and that's all coming up in the next few seconds the capital brew podcast with 20 north dave and nick lee what's brewing in the 518 kevin what's happening it's great to have you back man it's, it's been great a, to it's be been, what a year almost <clears throat> no it's probably been about nine it? months it yeah, was pretty warm months. when we did it so it yeah. was definitely summertime yeah i went on a little bit of a health kick 
Nice. And uh, yeah, so gave up drinking for a little bit just for health reasons and Quitter. lost lost a few pounds. Well, it wasn't yeah, like, great. Yeah, thanks, man. It was the, uh, you know, that Fat Shits Anonymous meetings uh, has really been helping out. So it's a tough program. I mean, it's not 12 steps. It's more like 10,000, <laughs> 10,000 a day, you know, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm back, back and feeling good and, uh, you know, ready to, to hang with you guys again. So thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I'm glad. Like I said, you were always welcome. Even um, when you were on your health kick, we've actually had guests before that have been on our show that, that uh are also uh, staying healthy, not drinking, not doing anything, but came onto the show and still. So anytime you go on another health kick, you're always welcome to be on here. Yeah, you know it's just moderation. You know what I mean? Like the uh, you know being in the bar industry for so long and uh, you know eating the food that we do and everything like that, you, you tend to pack on the pounds. So you know I have a lovely, beautiful wife who is a beach body coach nice. and a top tier one. So uh, just trying to stay healthy for her, healthy for the kids, the whole thing, and. We won't. Well, that's enough of the health talk. So we'll, uh, you know, let's, let's get to which the is old, stuff which again, was over right? tonight. We yeah, so, ate like champions. Yeah, yes, absolutely. I can barely even sit here. The lovely Jen cooked a feast for us. So yeah, thank you, just, thank you, Jen, for that. Yeah, that was Jen, awesome. That was awesome. It was great. That was awesome. We had chicken. We had ri- uh, not ribs. We had uh, pork, pork chops. Yeah. I mean, we had cheese curds. Yeah, yeah. We had a salad. There I'm was sorry. a salad there, but I, I'm not sure I even saw it. To the beautiful Jessica that's listening, I ate nothing but uh, hummus and uh, salad with. Fruit and right. vegetables. I'm not drinking any. Sometimes beer. you gotta spoil, you know, you gotta spoil yeah. yourself. And I'm like, what am I gonna do? Not not like give you guys food when we're over at my place? Bro, every time we come here you've come got on. food. That's how we roll. Well, I was happy to see a nice spread here, so thank you for that. I appreciate it. No problem. I figured you hadn't eaten yet. <clears throat> no. I figured no. you guys got right out of work and I, I actually called Nick and said, Don't eat. Yes. Because I knew we were gonna have a bunch of food. Well, we had to have a bunch left over, so well, that's might funny. Have to take some home. I text Kevin. I was like, uh, Dave doesn't want us to eat. And he's like, okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you text me like, I don't know, like maybe 15 minutes after I text uh, Kevin. And Kevin, or you were like, tell Kevin not to eat too. I was like, we're already done. Yeah, it was, yeah I, I was a little late on that, but I was doing other stuff and I totally <laughs> forgot about it. You know, it happens. So I was listening a few weeks back and I heard the Whiskey Pickle episode and immediately smiled because I actually met them. Uh, James and Aaron. A few months uh, back, I had a whiskey neon on sale that I stumbled into, which is a funny story how I got it. I got excited. I thought that was a drink for a second. I was like, he's been there. Yeah. It's Maybe it is a drink. <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. I, yes. Yeah, it could be. The uh, so I had this, you know, during COVID, the wife made me clean out the basement of uh, all the beer paraphernalia, and I threw some stuff out. But I had some stuff there that was really nice. You know, you don't see many whiskey or bourbon neons yep. very often. Definitely not. Yeah, you don't. So it's I mostly all beer. Right. So I was actually at a golf tournament a few years back with. Uh, it was the Kings and City Tavern golf tournament up in Saratoga. It was at Balsam Lake uh, Country Club. And I did this is around 2016. And those guys, guys are good friends of mine. Great guys. The uh, Fitch brothers are just class acts, top guys. You guys got to go there, uh, track season, something like that, and hang out with those guys. Because, I mean, they know what it's about. They, I mean, you talk craft beer, they've got the bars, you know, with Saratoga City Tavern as far as that goes. So shout out to them. For sure. Yeah, I, absolutely. I think we can probably manage that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're definitely worth uh, stopping by and meeting. Um, and, you know, they got some beards that would rival yours, Dave. So, uh, oh, especially Jay. Uh, yeah. yeah? Yeah, I think you guys would just, you know. I don't know if it's a, it's not really a contest. I, guess, I mean, it, it could it? be one of those stepbrothers moments, you know, that I just, you know, right. <laughs> you know, I did go to high school with those guys, but they're, they're 
The Fish sig- Boys? Yeah, they're significantly younger. Like, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm just, I was long gone, I'm pretty sure, when they were in school. Oh, interesting. Um, so anyway, their golf tournament, I was golfing with um, somebody we were just recently talking about, a uh, fellow bartender. I won't you know, mention his name, but I do a pretty good impression of him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so my buddy, my pal, um, was golfing with us, and uh, we were driving around having a great all time and got a little bit tipsy, and a window was broken in the clubhouse, uh, and we, we had a few, few too many that day. So when the auction time came around for the prizes, they had some great prizes. They had liquor bottles. They had golf bags. They had everything you can think of. And they had this whiskey neon, which I had my eye on right from the start because you don't see them at oh. all. right? So I'm sitting there. I'm waiting. I got my raffle tickets. I'm waiting to get called. right? Now my buddy is sitting there. He's got his hand on his chin. He's passed out cold. <laughs> okay, he, We're all eating our dinner. He is out cold. He's snoring. It's like... We couldn't believe that his head didn't hit the table, okay? <laughs> so all of a sudden, they call out a number. He comes to, he looks at the ticket. He goes, that's my ticket. Winner. Yeah. Just like that, right? So I'm like, shit, he's going to go grab that neon because he was looking at it too. Well, he totally forgot about it. Uh, he grabbed a bottle of booze, the first one he saw. It might have been like Cruzan Coconut Rum oh, or something, Jesus. right? Yeah, terrible. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Comes back, puts the bottle down, puts his hand on his chin, and goes right back, back to sleep. To sleep. The exact the next number called is my number. I go and I grab the neon. Yeah. So I got the neon I wanted. So anyway, the neon sits in my basement. It's never used. You know what I mean? My dreams of opening up my own bar and hanging it somewhere or having you know, we got a new house and I never really built a man cave that I wanted to. So my wife's like, Will you please get rid of this thing? I'm like, fine. So I throw it up for like 150, 200 bucks or something like that on the thing. And I get a hit from you Aaron know Aaron and James. Yeah, from Aaron and James. And I go and I sell to him and I meet him in Crossgate's parking lot. And they're like, yeah, it's going. They were real excited about it. I said, yeah, it's going up in a bar. I'm like, oh, what's the bar? Like the whiskey pickle. And Troy, I'm like, awesome. I was like, as soon as I fall off the wagon, I'm going to, you know, (laughs) I'm going to come check you guys out. And then I hear you guys with the, you know, the podcast. I'm like, oh, my God, small world, right? Yeah. So those guys are my neighbors. Is it fall off the wagon or fall? Is it? No, it's fall. Do you know your origins of that? No, I don't. I'm asking. That's why I'm asking. All right. So. I, I looked this up a long time ago. Of course, I know the stupid. Trivia, I knew you would. You know, That's right? why I asked. Yeah. So back in the 19th century, uh, there was a lot of dusty roads. Okay. Yes. Not the wrestler, just actual dusty <laughs> roads. Okay. Dust. So they had Sorry. wagons, wagons with water on them, and they would water the streets. So when someone was, you know, getting too too much into the bottle, they would talk about jumping on the wagon to dry out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Stop, stop drinking and just, just just drink water. So that was the saying, to jump on the wagon. And when they started drinking again, to fall off the wagon. So it goes back to that. And it's not as interesting as you would say, yeah. you would but think, but it's pretty obvious, it's, right? It, it, but it's it's nice to know. You know, most people can't get it right. Was it a Seinfeld episode they talked about that? Yeah, he got it, he got it backwards, right? Right, he got it backwards. Yeah. Okay, well, now we know for all the... For all the right, for the heckler. However many listeners are out there. Exactly. You know, now lesson time. It'll be on the quiz. Yeah, so again, kudos to you guys, because I think you... I've definitely hit your stride with the podcast. Awesome, we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, the def- definitely that was that was a fun one. And then last week with the cigars, I don't smoke, but I listen to that whole thing. You learn, and yeah. You learn a lot, and I didn't know that there was that much that went into cigars. Did you know and, there was a wine cooler of cigars? Well, I listen. I am as guilty as anybody of drinking twisted teas and the occasional seltzer and all this other stuff. Yeah. As big of a beer geek as I am. Uh, I still partake yeah. in the occasional wine cooler. So, yeah. you know, got you, listen. Well, where did you find them? Because I'm not going to lie to you. I've been looking around. 
for what they don't like real wine coolers. I don't think like, they make. I don't think that, like a, the the flavor uh, malt. You know my my beer industry. You know the flavor malt beverage. Yes, like uh, a twisted tea. Uh, yes, or a twisted uh, tea. Right, all the zimas and yeah. smearing off ices, yep. and it's Which you don't see anymore. Right, and it's just taken such a big. Seltzer took over. Yeah, Seltzer took yes. over. Yeah, and, and and you see, they're saturating now. The beer business is just saturated in seltzers because yeah. Bud Light's got one, Coors Light's got one, Corona's got Everybody. one. Everybody, right? And this All summer, the it seems players. like a, seems like wine in a can is yeah. like the way to go this summer. And now so, it's is, well, is that like it? Maybe wine in should, a can is that the next thing now? Maybe yeah. we should. Well, maybe we should, like, buy the rights to like you know the old wine coolers and start. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, look at it, like Nick and I were talking. Well, let's see. We were talking earlier in the week about Bruce Willis. I'm like, if anybody out there is listening, it's on YouTube. Just like YouTube, Bruce Willis, like Seagram's Golden wine cooler commercial. Right. I wish I'd have told you this, Kevin, before we started. Because Nick showed me this commercial. It, like, I, 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 if Bruce Willis, if he's not dead of shame, I'm totally shocked. Wait until. Time buried these. Wait until you. See it. He's like in one of those like white Don Johnson outfits. Oh, that's awesome! Like you know, like a like does a. Does he white, have hair? Or does he not have hair? Full he hair, hair, full head hair. of hair. Really? He's, he's singing. This is moonlighting Bruce Willis in dude, this commercial. It, dude, like oh. I'm not joking. Like I wish you had. I wish you had. Well, you've seen the music video. I like, wish you had song, seen right? it. I know. Well, okay. I was asking. I was asking Nick. I didn't look it up because I was lazy. But he he had like an alter ego, right? And he was in a band. Well, he was in a band. I mean, yeah, no, he, it was he had his a, band. Yeah, it was his band. He had a music video. I don't. I couldn't tell you what it and, was. But, but he was he's dancing on the pool stick or something. Yes, you know, and right. he had a different name. Like he, uh, he used Donnie like Dangerously. A, no, I, it might have been John, like Bruno. Oh. I'm telling you, it might have been like Bruno. And you shouldn't hang else. me on a hook, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Once, uh, once, my mother. I mean, me you, like uh, those oh, of you once. need to need to look at it. It's like he's in like a Don Johnson style outfit. He's actually skipping and dancing, like dancing, <laughs> like chore- I'm like I'm, this is not oh, an exaggeration. Great. This is a choreographed dance. Yeah, and he's like linking arms with like these three '80s hair women, and they're all dancing and singing about Seagram's Golden. Wow, it's amazing. Like I looked at it, I go, "Is that really Bruce Willis?" He's I'm also like, got a blues one. This too. is a yes. This is a guy. Yes, yes, this is a guy who like kind of like was like a bad tough guy. This and that. I'm like, if he looked at that. He's, I mean, like, I would burn every copy I could find. I was just, it's its horrible. Like, the, for those of you listening, like I said, I recommend for a great laugh at, at Bruce Willis's expense, which you, I firmly believe he deserves. <laughs> Watch this video. I don't know. Put, post something on the on the Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. About how terrible it is. Oh, that is. Oof. Like in, a, Maybe in an era it. where everybody's getting busted for what they did as young people. He deserves it. Yeah, maybe I'll post something on the, our Facebook and have people comment. I don't know. You just if you watch it, you're just going to be crying. It's <laughs> so funny. I got to check that out. Well, to change up uh, change up gears a little bit. You were talking about falling off the wagon. No, that's fine. That's great. Um, but uh, and, and also in the same vein as uh, as uh, the whiskey pickle, as you seen the other day. I went uh, Jess and I on Sunday decided to go take a tour of the uh, Gilded Age set in Troy, and the roads are all covered in dirt. There's like the storefronts are all painted. There's old clothes in the, in the things. There's these huge like light rigs just sitting in the where the, in the middle of the road and all kinds of stuff. You I drove I drove by that the other day. We were uh, delivering to it, delivering ice cream in that area. Yeah. And uh, yeah, all the roads were, you know, cornered off. Oh, I didn't know what dirt. was going on. Yeah, yeah, they filled the roads like, with dirt. They, what like brought in truckloads of dirt? Yeah, and dumped it out. Yeah, figured just 
And there's horse I and buggies. Just don't clean the roads for a couple of weeks. <laughs> you just beat me to that. <laughs> figured you can save yourself the expense. So, uh, so we're we're moving to actual business. Oh, the, the boring part of this job. <laughs> the boring part, the actual <laughs> drinking of it. So yeah, anyway, I, I want to just thank you guys again for inviting me originally to the podcast because you kind of sparked a little bit of fire and. Uh, I found out that I really like to hear myself talk, and it's uh, it's kind of ridiculous, but no. That's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, actually, after the first podcast you guys did, my friend Eric Master Giovanni, uh, he heard it, and he was thinking about doing some kind of podcast, and he had a little, like, app on his phone, you know, that he was, you know, yeah, looking at. Right. And he's like, hey, listen, do you want to do something? And he's like, you sounded good. And I'm like, really? I was like, I, I, I hate to listen to myself. I still don't listen to myself at all. But uh, he was—he sounded good. He's like, we should do something together. I was like, yeah. What should we do? So we started coming up with ideas. Like, oh, let's like, I love bar banter. Yeah. You know, so that—that's my thing. It's like, let's talk, you know, bar talk. You know, let's—I love the sports debates. I love talking about, hey, who's the greatest athlete of all time? Just throw it out there. Who's better, this or that? Give me your, you know, best quarterbacks of all time. Whatever, whatever it is, you know. But you talk about movies, '80s movies, everything. So we're just throwing all these ideas, and we couldn't nail anything down. She was like, let's just do debates. I'll take one side. You take the other side. He's like, we'll call ourselves the master debaters. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. And, <laughs> See, and you're learning. That was good. Right. And luckily that enough, perfect. we both went to the wives. Name-wise. Yeah, we both went to the wives, and they both nixed The, the big veto. You know? They exercised their veto power. Yeah, they, they, they vetoed us, definitely. Wow. And uh, two for two. Yeah. Good job. Them. Um, might have been a little early for for the applause for I was, you. I was excited. Yeah. I think you might have jumped the gun there. We'll see. You know, Eric's big, you know, thoughts about merchandising and all that other stuff. You know, getting T-shirts made of Kevin is my favorite master debater and Eric <laughs> or Eric, you know, all this other stuff. So there's yeah, there's no there's no shortage of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, we had the idea, the the bug to do something, you know, along those lines of a, of a podcast, and we're kicking around for a long time, and. You know, we're both big Giants fans. And then our friend Johnny Palmieri, uh, he's a huge Giants fan. He used to run Recovery Sports Grills as their uh, sports information director. So he'd be in charge of getting Byron Hunt or Joe Morris or, oh, wow. you know, uh, Doc Gooden or Keith Hernandez or any of these guys for, like, signings at some of the, the, the branches. So he's got, you know, those kind of, you know, and he's a Giants and Mets fan, which I am as well, which we're kind of, you know. It's so kinda, is Dave. It's kind Yes, exactly. Tough. It's kind of an odd odd combination this year Yankees fan but uh Yankees fan but he definitely has the bug for giant stuff and he's a guy that he would host with Roger Weiland and Byron Hunt you know draft day uh broadcast everything like that through the radio station everything like that so he's really into it he's in the college end of it so he's got the knowledge Eric's a really passionate fan and he's definitely well spoken um takes his time in the research and me i'm just that knee-jerk idiot that just you know tries to get my two cents into i love it i love to watch the game i'm an exes and those guys i used mm-hmm. to play i used to coach a little bit and i i just love the game you know so that was just a you know finally we found a topic that we could just kind of all just agree on and, and do that um so it's been a lot of fun so i, I appreciate you know all that yeah, for, yeah, no. for, for you guys getting me into that, and you know, we're gonna definitely gonna have you on the show because you're a Giants fan. Hell yeah, good afternoon. And you know, maybe we'll have you on. We'll talk about Plaxico Burris or something like that. You know, mm, since you're a Giants fan. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get to a beer because uh, I love beer. Well, I like th- beer. this is a beer that I found. I'm a big Founders fan, 
I guys I sampled you guys on Founders Backwoods Bastard, which was a yep. whiskey and didn't they do Scotch the ale. All day IPA. They did do an all day IPA. Right. That Correct. was the uh, that was the one with the bus. No. Yeah, it had like a it has flower like power. A, was that the one with the bus? The all day IPA. I think had, had like an old like VW bus on it or something like that. No, I don't think so. It's something on it. Whatever. I'm not sure, but well, maybe anyway, it did. we digress. Which one? Had, flower power had. A bus on it? Oh god, I don't even like the label. The, the all day doesn't have a, uh, the bus on it. But I, I know what you're talking about. Does. There's another one that does. I think it's Flower Power, right? But that's I mean that's an Ithaca beer anyway. So all right. So anyway, when I was going to the Bev Center, we're gonna do our first practice podcast. We had one thing we we're just gonna like test out the equipment. Nick gave me some great suggestions on equipment, so I went Founders and just the, one of the first beers I found was Four Giants IPA. So Giants, Giants oh, podcast. Right. This is a beer that I randomly stumbled across. Nothing to do with the New York Giants. And I love that somebody said, you know, a couple weeks ago, it's like, oh, is it about like Paul Bunyan and, uh, you know, other real Giants or whatever? I thought that was hysterical. And the, uh, it's not the whiskey right. pickle. It's not. Okay. No, it's about like the New York Carefully like, football a Giants. Bit. So. so here you go. Here's a little sample of this. It was a big IPA, obviously, from Founders. What what's uh, what's the relevance to the four giants then? Now that you, yeah, I really don't know. I'll be honest oh, with you. Come on, I think it's a it's a blend of their IPAs. It's nine point two percent alcohol. Uh, yeah, there's no story on this one. I'm sure there's a story behind it, but I did try it and I was a fan of it. So it must be more than just an IPA to be nine point. Yeah, it's is definitely it, a blend a of what they have. So. Possibly a double. <laughs> yeah, nine point two percent alcohol. You're looking oh, it's at an imperial, yeah. okay. Which I think, I think an imperial is double is yeah. all automatically yeah. automatically double a right. double. Yeah. See, that's our little beer knowledge. I think it was in this yeah, book I mean, right here. Listen, I actually, like yes, this. that's right. The Bible, the Bible. The Bible. I, I uh, the Bible. Right when I got to Dave's house, I was pleasant, pleasantly surprised to see uh, when I went to the bathroom that the tasting beer book that I lent him almost a year ago is uh, still intact. Yes, I didn't destroy it. it the, the, the Bible was was on the throne. He loves it. So, I mean, I'm telling you, like, if you want to know anything about brewing beer, even if even if you just want to want information, if you're not even going to do it yourself, the tasting beer book by was it Randy? Is it say Mosher? Randy Mosher. Yeah. Randy Mosher. Yep. It's well known in the beer industry. Everybody you know, knows it's that not book. Gonna, yeah. It's not going to give you like the recipe mm-hmm. necessarily to like make your own beer, but it gives you all the basic knowledge to either brew your own beer or, you know, well, learn it's, it's, about It's basically beer. just a, an information guide on, on the process. Uh, there's not recipes or stuff like that in it, but it, it, it there, there might be recipes. There I, might I be, know. actually. There, there might be, actually, but at some point. I don't think it's something right. that you would, that you use as a, like, yeah. you know, as your recipe it's, it's guide. It's a great guide um, for, like, say, the Cicerone exam, something like that. There's a lot of people that are into that program or beer judge, you know, cert, you know certification or anything like that. Wow, uh, it's a good thing if you tr- if you like beer, you want to try new beers. It's a great guide to drink along with tasting those beers. What do you think of this? I like it a lot. It's one. It, it definitely because of the high ABV, you can almost taste the little bit of that alcohol taste on. Yes, it. it's, very, it's strong. Yes, right. it is. I mean, what'd you say? Nine point two. Yeah, nine point two. Yeah, certain richness but, to it too, but I like it. But yes, it's not like a uh, New England style. No, I, I get more of a traditional IPA style. So when you're looking at these IPAs, so you look at a lot of the it's like almost it almost has a malty. Yeah, be, it, it has a little bit of a malty. It does, and the reason for that is now when you see a lot of these session IPAs, and I think Founders does a really good job with that all day IPA, which has a woody on it. 
What, exactly, right. So it's not a bus, it's a Woody. It's a, it's a Woody? I didn't catch that. The old Woody's the It's not a bus on on the uh on the can. Oh, it's a Woody. It's a Woody. Like an old uh old uh, wagon. Yeah. Right. An old yes. Jeep wagon. Uh yeah, I don't, know if, I don't know if Willie's made that. Uh Ford and and Plymouth and Chrysler definitely right. did. Yeah. But it's got the old wood panels. Yes. Actually a lot of, a lot top. of car makers. I want to say almost all the car makers, but the really known ones are like the Fords and the Plymouths. I thought it was and the Chryslers. Those are the really those are the ones that are sought after. All right, enough car yes. nerds. Anyway, there, there's a comedian that said, you know, I think it was Chrysler that said, hey, listen, you know, our car needs a belt. You know what <laughs> I mean? And why not make it out of something flammable? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, because every car should be able to catch on fire at some yes. point, right? Yeah. Excitement. Exactly. You know, people's right. lives are far too dull. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they used to put the uh, gas tank in the trunk of the uh, old uh, pony cars. The, the old, Pintos? Uh, no. Well, maybe two those two, but the uh, Mustangs. They did what? They had the, right in the back of the trunk, at the bed of the trunk, instead of a spare wheel or anything, there was a gas tank. It laid flat on top instead of underneath. In the car rather than under the car. Yeah. That so if you got rear-ended, nice. your whole car would just flood with gas. Ooh, awesome. And if it sparked, you were... You were toast. Literally. Pun intended? No. Whatever. Bing. We're not doing puns. Oof. Anyway, back to this beer, because it tastes good. Yeah. Even though you definitely get the hoppiness, whatever that flavor is, like that bite... Right, so you want, but there's still the malty. Yeah, you so want some balance. So yeah, the, the ultimate goal is balance in beer, and what you see a lot in these session IPAs is a hop bomb. They just want to make a real hoppy beer, but they don't balance it out. Now, when you balance it out, you're adding malt to it, and the malt is what gives you the alcohol. So, to find that balance or the taste, the balanced taste is very difficult. So, to get a 4.2 percent beer with hop flavor, like Founders done, is very hard to do. So, you see a lot of them, and then they fail miserably. Uh, now on the the converse side, you get some malty, really malty, big beers. If you like malty, that's great. You know what I mean. But some, you know, are, are a little bit tough to uh, to take. My favorite is probably for like a let's say nine percent, or it's probably Dogfish ninety minute. That's probably one of the best IPAs in the world. I think yes. because of the balance. And um, you know, they have lost uh, a, a huge amount of market share. Yeah. Not, to, not to say anything bad about Dogfish because mm-hmm. their IPAs are really good. But if you notice... Do you yeah, think that's I'm, because of their no, merger with of, Sam Adams? No, because I, I think specifically other other IPAs came about. Not that they're not that really they're any better. But they people, lost a little bit of clout. What is, I think you said to me, I think specifically, it's not so much people want an IPA, they want what's new, new IPA. Right. Right. And dogfish isn't new. They're actually old in, in terms of, yes, you know, microbreweries. They're actually one of the older ones. And I hate to say, people's tastes, like you said, aren't, it's, they, they want an IPA, but they, okay, they had the dogfish. They had the Hill Farmstead. They had the Bissell Brothers. They had the whatever. There's so many good yeah. beers we, I just out there. named it several, and, yeah. like, there's literally dozens more. Like, people... They're gonna. They want to try. Like, yeah. to say, hey, I've had this. You know, that's huge. And you know. we, as craft beer drinkers, are grazers. Yeah, we're grazers. Not, that was the term not, I was looking yeah. for. Thanks for waiting and yeah. make me make me <laughs> struggle there for a while. That's my. That's, that's my thing. I always say that. They're, they're, we're grazers. We yeah. want to try something new all the time. Yeah. Now Sam Adams merged with Dogfish, and you have two legends of the industry. Okay. Now there's not a bad beer that Sam Adams make. I have a reputation as being this guy, or I used to have a reputation as a guy that didn't like Sam Adams because I never put it on tap when I was running bars. I don't have anything against Sam Adams, 
but you know you see it at every Applebee's, you see it at every TGI Fridays. I wanted to be some, have something a little bit different than the guy down the street. You yeah. know, and I thought one of the things in Schenectady was great was that you could go to 20 North Broadway and you get a, a Flower Power and you could get a Fiddlehead. You go to Hunters on Jane, you get four or five different IPAs that were always changing. You know yeah. what I mean? You could go to different bars in town and get different IPAs. We never really copied each other. It wasn't the same beer in Schenectady. Yeah. We kind of had a little footprint of good bars and good IPAs that were rotating, you know, some, some great local stuff. You had some, you know, popular stuff, but it wasn't the same everywhere you went. And that's, you know, when Dogfish merged with them, it kind of, uh, it kind of went to, you know, that that thing where they're both really great beers and great great companies, but everybody's had them. You know, what I mean, They'll, everybody's going to try the new stuff, but they're not. They don't necessarily have a permanent place on tap in any any bar anymore. You know what I mean, or right, any craft bar. Yeah. And that, that's that's really tough for these breweries to swallow because they think they should be on everywhere. And quality-wise, they should. I mean, their quality is, is better than anybody else. You know what I mean? You're going to have the same exact beer. No matter every, where you every, are. Every single Dogfish 90 Minute is going to taste the exact same. And that's you can't say that about a lot of beers because these small batch breweries, stuff like that, it's hard for them con- to control the quality and everything like that. So, you know, shout out to them for the quality of it. But... The, ex- the newness and excitement, you know, the generations now and, and even us, and, you know, we're older guys and it, we're just, we're excited to try new stuff. Yeah. So. Name one, name one brewery that we've ever been to also that, and we're, I mean, we're nice, um, polite guys, but name one that flats. we've gone to where we felt that they probably shouldn't have been doing what they were doing. That they probably should like, not Like name have. one bad beer that we've had. Nothing really sticks out. I no. got to be honest with you. I'm just saying, like, there's, there's so, so much, much talent. I mean, yeah. honestly, yeah. nobody's going to try to give us a beer that's terrible. First no, of all. I think we're also in a good area, too. We yeah. have some uh, really great brewers around here, too. And I'm trying to be honest right now. I'm honestly trying to think of one brewery. I mean, I've had some beers that Even I didn't like as much. if you thought of one, are you going to call them out? Uh, I'll call out. <laughs> I what, mean, I'm not sure that's what the was the uh, uh, Whiskey diplomatic. Pickle made the uh, the hot and the hot uh, the, martini. Which was delicious. Hot, I, I didn't will, like it. See, I will reiterate that I really liked that. I know and you did. I didn't did. think I was going to. I didn't like it. Well, see, all right. But I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. But I love the, the 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 bee's knees is my favorite drink from them. That was that that's, was really that's good. an old time drink too. It, it, it comes from like else, the 1920s. Yeah, or something. somebody else yeah. mentioned yeah. that to me. I think that was a prohibition that I, time. That I mentioned drink. that drink. Yep. And I love Jim's bee's so, yeah. knees. I go. I think that was actually the name of the drink. Yeah. yeah, and then they also had a what was it the the surfer on acid too. Yeah, what was in that one? Do you remember? Well, I mean, I've made plenty of surfer acid. Instead, instead of yeah. using Jaeger, they used what was it? They said Fernet. I have no idea, but it was delicious. Instead of using Jaeger, huh. they, which I don't think they had, they used Fernet and something else, uh, like coconut cream. And coconut it. cream. It was real. It yeah. was a re- yeah. It was a, a real like surfer on acid. Interesting. Not, not the uh, what was it? Malibu Jaeger and pineapple yeah. juice. Was that a surfer yeah. on acid? Yep. Yeah. And they just added something. <laughs> I you know, I made a lot of those. Uh, yeah, I, I did younger, back in 1998. Yeah, long time. That was a shot of choice when I first started bartending. I've never that, been a mixed drink guy. No. Well, it's not a surfer on acid. It's not really a drink. It's it was. Well, a this shot. was a full. Yeah, they made mm-hmm. a cocktail out of it. They made a real drink, which you know is what you should do. Yeah, it was. It was. It's delicious. I like it. Um, I'm not. I'm because of those guys. I'm. Uh, I've noticed like now, like even the other day when I went out, I was going to all these different bartenders. Like one of my favorite things to do when I go to uh, the Tipsy Moose, I forget the name of the bartender. Very forgetful guy, forgettable guy. But anyway, he's. Uh, <laughs> he's he better he's not good. be a listener. No, he's a good dude. Yeah, he, he doesn't even know how to work a. 
Hey, there's podcast. plenty of times that I wish I was forgettable. So. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, long story short, uh, I would go to him and say, "Hey, make me some mezcal. Make me some mezcal. Make make me something with like, uh, I don't know, you know, uh, Jameson. I'll make me some of Jameson. Make me something with Jaeger. I'll make me some of Jaeger. Because I want to try new drinks. Would you say it is a plethora? Plethora. We got several beers here coming out. That here. looks like like champagne. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, it's yeah. A, it's, yeah. It's, it looks like it's a lambic. Yeah, I got a couple things for you. Actually, that one? No, we're going to save that one. All right. Well, I was all excited for now. No, actually, we're not going to save that one. No, that we are. Yeah. He's like, that's not for you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He always brings these, these, these treats for us. <laughs> Who was it? He gave me a look when I, when I asked for more drink. Yeah, I was going to be like... What are you, Oliver Twist? <laughs> Please, sir. May I have some more? Yeah, sorry. All right. I had to get all my samples out. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I like you, you did like the cup shake. Like, <laughs> yeah. You looked at me like, motherfucker, like, go get I'm it yourself. Like, what are you, oh. really? <laughs> all right. So last week, you guys were talking about Wits and Wizens. Oh, can I ask you a quick beers? question before yes. we get into this? Yep. How do I do on Saisons? Saisons? Yeah. Well, you're wrong that it's German. Well, whatever. It's, it's Belgium, but you were you were you were dead on with the whole thing. So you, you de- yeah, definitely farmhouse ingredients. Um, yeah, definitely spicy, and it, yeah. it gets into the the whole Belgian yeast, which is very spicy and everything like that. So you get a lot. And of Jason did a great like that. job. That cigar that I had, with yeah, it went great. I you know I was thinking to myself, I don't smoke cigars, but the description fit it perfectly. I'm like, wow, like I actually thought makes about you want to smoke a cigar. Yeah, I almost <laughs> wanted to smoke a cigar. I'm like, I bet you I would probably enjoy it. Because me being an idiot, I probably go suck out of it, you know, suck all the air in and get lightheaded and pee yeah, you don't do that, out, right? But I'm like, oh, that was really good. I try to play it off, you know what I mean? And then, ugh. right. So, all right. So, anyway, it's summertime. Wheat beers, summer beers, are influenced by basically, you know, all beers really from England, um, Belgium, and Germany, as we've talked about before a little bit. And the main difference is the yeast strains in a lot of these. So the wit in the the Weiss beer or Weizen, um, the biggest difference in taste is the is, yeast is from the yeast. Actually, so wit would have right. a little bit more banana bubblegum. No, nope. actually, the wit's going to have bubblegum. Wow, bubblegum and coriander. Uh, see, I said bubblegum. Okay, yeah, the bubblegum. You're going to see. Yeah, you're going to love this too. That's you hit it right in the head. Uh, but the German is going to have banana. The German is banana and clove, so you're you're close. You're you're very close there. <laughs> what I did is I took the right answer to both oh, beers. Oh wow! And put I could just yeah. see it. Like you just, you just made so you're something learning. up. It's like you know. I love that you guys say that you know right nothing about I beer, but then you start seeing like little. He probably knew right. the whole time. No, I did not know that. <laughs> All right, Once so time we did. For this one, this is a favorite American brew of mine. I love Omegang Wit. Okay? okay, because their yeast strain is so strong and Belgian and everything like that. It's got some. Now you've all had Allagash White, so I want yep. to give you something a little bit different. Uh, is Allagash not, White from Maine? It is. It is. Yes, that's it right. Is. right. And that's a great again Belgian influence. Allagash White was when I, I'm, I digress right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we go to Portland, which we often do, uh, we head up to Portland, Maine, and I remember at one point. Thank you. Uh, that it was the what what's what it's the term you would use for it was almost it was in almost every bar regardless yeah, of well, yeah. yeah it's kind of the flagship of that of area. that whole area but it's now it has that has changed i believe lone pine oh really i lone, love their lone pine lone pine's taken over that really i, th- I Pete, my my partner's Eric's right. brother i think is the one that mentioned cuz i remember when i was there the allagash white was like it was 
in every bar, and I think Pete made that made that point. I want to say the last time I was there. You see, I would think that like something was, like main lunch or something like a. I don't you know, know if it's be, new enough, or I don't know if it, like I've been there more recent right. enough. That may have changed since the last time I was there. But I haven't been. I've been there like I was probably there there 16, 17 months ago, and Allagash was white was still still the big beer, but I had not heard about Lone Pine yet. Mm-hmm. And then when I had Lone Pine, I loved it. It's great. I would choose Lone Pine over Allagash any day. I'm not a big fan of Allagash white, but um, well, we got, off, we got what, off subject. What beers do you like from Lone Pine? What style? What's the the pale we have, ale? We just have the straight pale ale, which That's is, okay. I guess, phenomenal. Which okay, I guess so, is their flagship, which yeah, is right. a lot of people liken to a India pale ale, but I sure. think technically, however they make it, it's just a pale ale. So I mean, the difference between a pale and an IPA isn't much. It's usually about the IBU content. Normally, a, a pale ale is fifteen to thirty um, IBUs. A IPA is 30 to 45, then Imperial is 45 plus, and you get them all the way up to yeah. 100. You start taste, you stop tasting stuff after like 70 or yeah. something like that. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't really matter. It just numbs your taste buds. Yeah. It's like hot sauce. You know what I mean? I right. love hot after sauce. Right. So, okay. again, I asked what style it was because, again, Allagash is different. It's a Belgian brewery. Just yeah. like Omegang is different than anything you're going to see around here because it's a Belgian yeah. brewery. They're only going to they only brew with Belgium yeast. Yeah. You normally don't cross yeast strains because you don't want to infect your yeast. Yeah. Yeast is so fragile and so delicate. You don't have an English yeast in house and have a Belgium yeast in house because they get into each other and they just you know it, it's you just ruin your yeast that way. Yeah. So you pick one, you go with it for your brewery. Now most breweries in America use a neutral yeast, so you see like. What, these are all wheat-based beers that we're trying. They're, the ones that they use in America, like, say, Brooklyn or Sam Adams, they're a neutral yeast. Sam Adams has its own patented yeast. I know it's whatever, but it's a neutral. It doesn't give any flavor to the beer. You get your flavor from American beer from your adjuncts and your, you know, your, your hops, basically. Your hops, lemon zest, grains of paradise Sam Adams likes Sam to Adams use like you know what I mean like that, that, that African pepper you know the what I mean noble like, pills right exactly the noble hops or but, noble hops right I mean. so you're getting you get from the hops that's where you get your flavor from so these European beers the flavor comes from the yeast so I want, what do you think about this uh, I would you would like I, I can't believe I'm saying this but is that the one that has like the bubblegum flavor mm-hmm. I definitely noticed it yes and screw you Nick <laughs> because I definitely it, maybe you maybe you tainted my my thought, but it definitely had that that flavor. Uh, yes, you also in a lot of Belgian beers, you'll get a champagne like mm-hmm. bubbling, or like the carbonation is a little bit. It's a finer, finer. bubble too. And now this is a wit. Well. This is a wit, correct? So the difference between a wit and a wisen, as well, as far as the as that goes, is it's the amount of wheat too. So in the in the color, obviously. So I think there's either I'm not gonna get this right so there's either less wheat or more wheat i want to say less wheat in a wit um for the brewing process that gives it the white color it keeps it white and there's more or fuller you know with the uh, and they have a bison. They have a bison, which gives it like that golden color yeah and you're right there's a, there's a spiciness with the bubble gum mm-hmm. spice, i like get a little bit of uh the coriander you yeah. get some you know a lot of spice and again these are all top fermenting beers all mm-hmm. ales are top fermenting so you get the bubbling on top, which permeates the phenols and esters, which gives you the fruity and spicy notes from all those things. So, and that comes from the hops too. So the I was hops, say that what, comes right? from the all hops. Those, right, the hops, those are the flavors. So a lager, a lager is straightforward. You don't get any of those flavors that come from a hop. You just get a little, you know, you get a little bit of hop flavor, that kind of bitterness, 
but it's a clean, crisp, fresh beer. That's why I hate when they have like India Pale Lagers. Yeah, you miss all the good things from, you know, from that. It's just like a cool, like little hybrid. Hey, we're doing this. Yeah, because it's new. I, I, I just hate that style. I really yeah. do. You find one that you like, great. I mean, most of them be citrusy because they'll they'll yeah. make it that end, and it ends up being like almost like a a nice pilsner, you know, yeah. like citrusy pilsner. You know what I mean? That's a lot of size hops and stuff like that that are really crisp and clean anyway. So it's just overly hopped Czech pilsner. Oh. You know, at, at the end of the day, I think I don't know, but sound right. Yeah, I like right what's, to me. I like what's, what's, I, I, like, no I know what I'm talking about. Yes. I, I don't know. I'm just no. I, kinda, I like. I'm, I'm kind of blacking out right now. I'm pulling a little feral. I like what's better more or more than I like. I have a vice and um and it, 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 there's a little bit of the bubble gum and um, there's a sweetness too, like the sweet spiciness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Brian over at Mad Jack made a uh, made a very good uh, wet that we tried. That was the one that he mixed with the. Uh, it's not a shanty. It's uh, where they mixed it with the grapefruit. A Rattler. I, have, I Rattler. don't remember. Was that what it was? It was. I think it is. Yeah. Jeez. That was really good. That was really mm-hmm. really good. So if you like something like that from a local brewery, I think that Brian over at Mad Jack does a really good like wit. Yeah. yeah. Now Brian does a really nice job. Everything. Over there. <laughs> I, I like because he's open minded and he does good stuff. Yeah. And Billy gives him the go ahead to go ahead and hey make this beer and he, and he does it so. I gotta get rid of that one. Are right, you guys good with that one? Yeah, let's try something else. All right, here we go. Now we're gonna go to the probably vice, my the favorite, beer. my favorite beer. Okay, I fell in love with German beer studying for the Cicerone, and Pauler Hefeweizen was my favorite. So now we're getting to that banana and clove W72 yeast strain that gives you all those. You got it. Yeah, the German yeast strain and W72 is one of them. There's a couple of them that have that banana and clove flavor to them and you get it on the aroma you get it on the nose you get it in just all throughout and it's really like the signature of of german beer when it comes to ales now remember a lot of people think when, when i used to think german beer i think becks right so you're thinking german pilsners so the pilsner yeast is not the same german ale yeast has got that that real pungent this is aroma. a far more mellow yes beer right uh the the it's not an as aggressive yes yeah and there's not that aftertaste it's, right. it's smoother it is it's smoother it's much more mellow mm-hmm. that the that wit has a much sharper flavor that i would say like it's is like every sip you're getting that and i think like you better be like it's like that a lot whereas this is much more mellow like I remember when we were at the Bayou. This when this came in, and, and it, be, it became this is one like, of Barry's favorites. Well, it became like a, like a like a, it had a cult following. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, and I, I forgive me, I'm sure nobody is listening that would be that would have been there. But there were certain people that, and it was so it was so popular, and it, and it would it would go often, like more often than any other beers. It was hard to keep. It was hard to keep because you don't. It was hard to keep on stock because it was always. It was always going out, and it wasn't really popular, so there wasn't a lot of it. But there were certain people that would like just walk in the door and be like, "Do you got Pauliner?" And I'd be like, ah, "It's out," because they knew it. That happened a lot. They would just turn around and walk right out the door. Those sons. Of- oh, it happened all the time. There was a, there was a really big cult following that, like, if like if they didn't, if we didn't have it, they weren't sticking around. I was like, wow. I would have stuck around. Well, you know, well, what was I nice mean, we only had like, I mean, we had like twenty-seven beers on tap. Come yeah, on, you can't find exactly. a beer. What was nice was when. Matt Baumgartner opened up all the uh, beer gardens. Yeah. And you could find all these German beers, and DeGrasseni had to keep getting them in stock. And really, it's a really crazy up, stuff up, for us yeah. back then. Now, it's kind of 
up normal. The, right, but up the order of all those German beers because there's so many beers that, I mean, Spot and Optimator. Spot and, oh, yeah. You know, Spot and, you know, Dunk, just some great, great German beers. And people didn't know that they existed. But all American beer is influenced by these European beers and these styles. And the only thing that we do here in America is to try to put a little twist on them. Yeah. And, you know, the, the I would say America's best contribution to craft beer in the last 10, 15 years has been the barrel aging. You know I loved all the, the bourbon barrels yeah. and everything like that. Whiskey, yeah. So that's what Founders has done. And oh, you've, I've you've definitely gotten, had that. Right. Founders, uh, Goose Island. KCBs. Yeah, I mean, all these. I mean. KBS. KBS, right. Yeah, yep. so that's, that's Founders. All these breweries have done a great job. Oh, you're Firestone guys, too. Yeah, all Firestone, yes, Firestone Walker, and I used to collect all that stuff. Yeah. Firestone Walker and Founders are probably the two best barrel yeah. aging programs in the world. That was pretty I mean, good. Yeah. What was it, the Smoky Bastard? No. Uh, God, I don't even know what I gave you. Crazy Beaver. I don't know. Great Flats, <laughs> Great Flats was doing it when we were over there. Yeah, they were. Recall. And yes. it was pretty good. They had uh, they had like two or three barrels sitting they there. The and cinnamon they, it was, was chalked on there. Yeah. I was, I was trying it, so was hard weird. for him to do one for me and call it whiskey or call it failure to launch. Yeah. He's like, why? I go, cause you can't call it whiskey dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do, do make me a stout and do it. He's like, Oh, come on, man. And I was like, all right, bad idea. You know, they're not all gold, man. Come on. <laughs> also, frog alley did one too, that we didn't get an opportunity. Yeah. They, to well, I saw, they actually, I saw a bottle of it or a can of it somewhere. Oh, did you? Yeah. And it was, they did it with Buffalo trace. Yes. Bottle, it was like just, a, it's called just a trace. Yeah. It's actually, Oh, I should have grabbed the can. Um, <laughs> It's over at Westmere. I've right seen their now. beer yeah. at a at a Topps grocery store in uh, Saranac. Yeah, yeah. Well, I believe it. They're they're getting around. I mean, the quality is yeah. through the roof. Rich is doing a great job over there. Topps. Right. Did so, you just say Topps? Did Tops you just did you just like try to slip that in there? <laughs> well, that's what it on was on purpose. <laughs> okay, I, I, I get a feeling there was like there there was this there was one going out towards Sacagawea. Is there still? No, that wasn't a Topps. What was that? That was a Grand Union. And now it is a. You talking about the one in Northville? Yeah, no, that's that's no, I'm it. talking well, about the one on uh, just Glenville on the other, on uh, fifty, just past the elementary school about? on the right hand side. Wasn't there a tops? Huh. Maybe it was a trading post on, I don't in know. Glenville. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I'm totally lost. I'm pretty sure there was. It was maybe it's gone now. But when I was a kid, there was a tops there. There's tops <laughs> diner. No, not tops. Five corners. Right. No, I I don't remember. They have a good cheesecake. They got I don't even know what you're talking about. Where in they have a good Cobb salad. Good Cobb salad? Hmm. I'm a fan of the Cobb salad. And their their Belgian waffles. They don't have any. They may have Belgian beer. They had beer last time. They have Mickey Mouse pancakes there for the kids. It's they? Some, yeah, they, they love it. So, Okay, monkey wrench here. Uh, so we're going with the... Is this Delco. a different beer? This is a different beer. Oh, I didn't okay. even know. just jumping around. So this yeah, is... Just like, yeah. Well, I wanted to throw one different one to you because... It's not just the light beers that go with that W72 yeast and that banana clove. The Einger Dunkel, so a Dunkelbach, or not Dunkelbach, Dunkelweizen, okay? So it's a darker Hefeweizen, basically. Is that so what Dunkel means, just dark? Dunkel, darker, yeah. It smells like Pineapple Express to me. So it, uh, as I understand it, the darkness comes from the malt. Darker malt. They, you know, they mm-hmm. either burn it or not burn it, but... Well, it's just a darker malt, like darker. a chocolate, chocolate yeah. malt. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's different malts that you know, uh, all over the place. So it's not. just... But it doesn't make it taste darker. It does. So much. It does. It okay. Does. See, in particular. See, this, see you're, you're you're jumping ahead. Well, see? see, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to blow up your spot. No, you're fine. You're. Uh, but remember that banana clove we just experienced? 
Now yes. you're gonna get a little chocolate with it. Chocolate okay, so now bananas. you're gonna yeah, a little bit of chocolate in your banana. Chocolate banana muffins. Those are delicious. And I would say the 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 banana and clove was much more muted as opposed to the wit where yes. the flavors come right out at you. Mm-hmm. All right, sorry, I I backed up a little bit. Let me know what you think of this one. It really does taste like a. Yeah, you definitely got some chocolate. Yeah, definitely chocolate. Just oh. just makes a, a a chocolate banana muffin. Mm-hmm. And it but actually it's, really it's, it's a yeah. dark beer without tasting too dark. Right. It's still in the lighter end. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like drinking a porter or a not, stout. It's not a porter or a stout. I feel like you couldn't see all the way through this, but I'm I'm pretty sure you get a yeah, little more clarity out of it than you would uh, a stout. Right. So the SRM scale when you talk about clarity. porters and stouts, I know that was a question on one of your podcasts a long time ago. Like, what's the difference between a porter oh, or a yeah, stout, yeah. whatever. The, I don't um, think Kevin listens to. Our I can't believe, I got, I can't I'm, believe I'm, anybody. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we I'm got your, a lot of people. I'm your listener. Yeah, <laughs> but it's they're called brown porters and stouts are black. So it's just all it is really is is a little bit darker and more black patent malt that makes a stout for the most part. I mean, there's some subtle differences in the brewing process, and you know, like when you look at like the nitro stouts, a lot of those beers came before carbonation, like yeah. forced carbonation. So when you see a lot of those, like if you see Cascale when it's, you know, when they're pouring it like a beer engine. So a lot of those are are geared towards that. And that's why when they could do it, that's why Guinness kind of stayed with that nitro because they could keep that same type of process without doing the. Without having to actually do that. And exporting it to America. So they could do that with that, that whole process. Because, I mean, if you carbonated Guinness, it wouldn't be anything like it. You know what I mean? Like with CO2. chunky, yeah. So interesting, but yeah, it's it's just a color differential between a, a brown porter and a and it's stout. That's about it, you know. And you've you've seen porters that are it's really just a name. Yeah. Some porters are definitely stouts because they're black as black can be, you know. So yep. this is definitely a better. I like the darker beer. I this is my favorite out of the three. That's Obviously, why I brought there's it. Very little hoppy. Yeah. This is hoppy. not a summer beer, but this is yes. There's this very is, little hoppiness yeah. at all to this. It's a fall right. beer. It's a fall beer, and it's again, I love banana. And yeah. I love chocolate, and it's a, a very subtle flavor. It's not a chocolate covered banana, so don't don't nah. buy this thinking that it's a yeah. dessert. Oh my god, beer. I can't wait! No, it's yeah. very close to a like I said, the banana nut muffin, chocolate banana. Nut yeah, muffin I brought dessert beers with yeah. me today. These aren't it. So these are these are definitely. I'm, with, I'm not gonna lie. The and wit, the uh, Armageddon is my favorite. That's your so favorite, far. Dave. What do you like? Oh, this Dunkel by far. Dunkel, but yeah. you know my tastes. Run to like you know, yeah, darker beer. My summer beer is the Hefeweizen. That's the beer I love. I'll, I'll buy a case of that and I'll I'll sip them and you know what I mean. That's that's my go-to in the summertime. The uh, the Polliner I don't find that often. You don't find that by the case in most places. I'll buy a four-pack or six-pack and you know the Bev Center. And if I see a, one I haven't had in a while, I'll, I'll try it. But yeah, I'm a big fan of that too. So I don't hate this. This is good. I actually like it. All right, it's sort of like a Beck Stark. <laughs> it is. Well, I mean, I'm sure the dark malt, you know what I mean? Maybe maybe they are using a little bit of right. that German malt. You never know. Beck I mean, Stark. hey, I'm not going to say no because I don't think I've had Beck Stark in 20 years until, you know, before I'd, I learned about beer. So um, I do but have what a... What do you think Beck Stark is? Is it a, is it, a, is it might be a Dunkel Weiss. Beck Stark? Well, let's see. I would probably say it's probably closer to a Schwartz beer. A what? A Schwartz beer. I just want to hear you say it twice for yes. our listeners. Schwartz. The Schwartz is what, <laughs> I say it's probably wait, closer to a, like a German black lager, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. And it's again, I don't think I've ever really had anything to do with that beer in a I long time. I don't think time. it's in the Bible. It, it might, probably isn't. 
Yeah. Although Bex has been around for a long time. It has. So. It has. Definitely. I see your Schwartz is bigger than mine. That's right. <laughs> oh, speaking of Oh, you, you couldn't even get the button right. I'm oh, watching, him, I'm watching him fumble with the button. Perfect segue. Uh, He'd see, I, he blew that completely. I wish you could, everybody could have seen that. Uh, I, I have a question for you. So I just, I've been to 20 North last couple weeks, and I noticed something. The Millennium Falcon is still hanging. Yep. Oh, the X-Wing's gone? The X-Wing's there. Okay. Yep. Where is the TIE Fighter? The TIE Fighter's uh, twin ion engines popped off. They don't, they don't stay on so that they need to be glued on because if they come off, it won't hang up. So, unfortunately, it's it's downstairs awaiting being glued together. Was it a trap? It, it, it was not a trap. <laughs> Did you see that? Did you see that thing on uh, May 4th? No. Uh, I might still have it on my phone. Uh, at Heathrow, they posted an entire Star Wars-themed arrivals and departures. Oh, that's awesome. Really? You can, you can look it up. I mean, anybody out there listening can look it up. But okay. uh but they did it and they, it was really clever. Like, you know, you know, if you're landing on Hoth, be prepared for delays. They they have to plow the they have to plow the runway. No it was shit. really good. Yeah. And they they worked in it's a trap in there somewhere, but I'm not going to blow it for everybody out there. Nice. I just want you to know it's on there. So if you look it up, it's the last one and it's pretty funny. All right. So seeing as this is a bar podcast and we just hit star wars okay i'm gonna throw out some characters you know what would you expect them to order at the bar okay because that's too hard I, I, I no it's, gonna it's ask not me, like my favorite baseball player or something easy no it's it's not it's uh <laughs> i mean dave you pretty much run the uh the cantina bar so <laughs> yeah in exactly. schenectady i mean if if you <laughs> haven't seen dr evasion and uh you know he doesn't like you. <laughs> if you haven't seen that guy in 20 North, then you haven't been to 20 North. So, I don't like you either. And, dude, there's lightsabers flying around that place. So, all right. Let's start with uh, everybody's favorite, Han Solo. What, what, what would Han Solo order when he walked into 20 North Broadway? Dude, I don't know. This Bruce game's Allman. already too hard. This game's already too hard. Bruce you don't like this game. What's that? Bruce Dahlman. No, he's, Bruce I think Dahlman. Of, he's thinking of, like, liquor. No, Han, Han Solo is definitely, like, about a drink. Han Solo is like a, uh, I gotta say, he's like a boilermaker type guy. Like he's just freaking. He, he, Han right Solo, to the point. Han Solo would sit in one of the booths and, and fit in perfectly at Twenty Man, North. He, I was waiting go, for you to say Java the Hutt, and I was gonna say he pizza. would be shot of JMO and a PBR, and you would never have a problem with him. Somebody right? actually ordered a boilermaker the other day. Really? I don't know that I couldn't tell you the last time I've ever had to, like order one. I almost panicked. I mean, How I, old were they? It was a young person. So was he trying to, you know? I, you know, I don't know. I looked right at him. I go, I'm like, I haven't made a Boilermaker in a while. I'm like, do you got a preference on whiskey? Whatever I, whatever whiskey I gave him and, and preference on beer. And that was it. I'm did like, you drop the shot in or did you? Nope. He did yeah. them separate. He just did the shot and okay. drank the beer. Did huh. not drop it in. I wondered about that too. Yeah. Some people pour it in. Some people yeah, drop it in. Right. He just did it straight up shot. I think he would do JMO. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I th- Han Solo would probably be a yeah, would probably be a beer and a shot type guy. All right, what about uh, what about Luke? Sex on the beach. <laughs> Shirley I, Temple. I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking Luke is a white white claw guy. Wait, right. what's a what's a dirty Shirley? A dirty Shirley. <laughs> um, Lando. I mean, Lando. You know, Colt 45. Colt 45. <laughs> you, you got to. You had I mean, to know I was going to jump you, on you that. You can't. You can't. Right. You, did, you mean, were just waiting for. He us did the commercials. You got to stick with it. You know. 
So you got to better, way better commercials than Bruce. I'm sorry, did I, I streamed in the No, that's day. fine. All right, now now what way about way better commercial than Bruce Willis for Seagrams? I'm going to tell you that right now. Yes, absolutely. What about Leia? Now, I got a little bit of the body shots. No. Uh, you can't serve heroin at a. She's probably pretty simple. Heroin. I mean, like you know, like maybe a wine a glass of wine. Okay, yeah. So this is where I'm going with this one. I think Leia. You know. Busy day princessing um, ambassador she's to multiple planets. Fancy. She's she's gonna unwind with a glass of wine. Yeah, she's right? not gonna do anything but fancy. When Slave Leia comes out and the hair goes down, oh Jesus! And the bikini comes on, body shots. She's a woo girl, man. She's freaking doing. She's doing tequila all day long. You don't think so? I, I, I no. I was thinking of something else, but that's good. <laughs> Sorry, it's my mind strayed there. All right, let's get a little <laughs> bit. All right, let's go. Uh, Job of the Hut. That fat bastard. PBR. No. Jabba's PBR? No. He eats Jabba, frogs Jabba, out of a bowl alive. Listen, I know, but Jabba's a gangster. Okay, Jabba, you got you to assimilate that with the uh, the mafia. I'm thinking Jabba's a uh, Zambuca and a snifter. <laughs> you know, Probably. Maybe, maybe some Chianti. You know what I mean? Like really yeah. just, you know, pasta all over himself. He's kind of like that guy in um, Big Daddy, you know, eating the... Eating the pasta with the hot girl on oh, his shoulder, yeah, yeah. you know what and I mean? The, at the right? restaurant, yeah, that's that's Jabba right there. He's just sipping the wine, just living the life, right? right? Maybe right. a snifter of brandy. A snifter of brandy. Is that is I that like refined it. or? Yeah, yep, I can see. I it. mean, it is Jabba. I mean, yeah, I can see it. That's two podcasts in a row. We've got somebody doing this. Yeah. <laughs> the snifter, the snifter move. <laughs> All right, la- it around. last one, Vader. Vader. This, this is a tough one because you can go a lot of different directions. I say he doesn't drink. He's too serious. No, stop. Oh, I think he drink. He definitely drinks. Like, are you, th- are you thinking like Scotch on the rocks, or are you thinking more like? Uh, he's either doing like a Scotch, on, like a Johnny Blue on the rocks, like, and he's or just straight. He's either flashing the cash, or or he's doing the Manhattan badass, and drink. he's freaking force choking anybody that gets it wrong. <laughs> he's Darth going through Vader bartenders. Anything he wants. He's going through bartenders like, like underwear, you know? Maybe. I don't, I don't think he, he drinks. might be something, you know, like I want, I want to say like Scotch Rocks or something Scotch like that. Rocks, like a Johnny Blue, something. something you know, yeah, maybe, you know, yeah, obviously. It's some nice Vader, cognac, yeah, whatever nice he wants. VSOP, something like oh, rare, Or maybe he's like a know? big fan of pina coladas. Right. <laughs> 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 that could actually perfect, you know. He, pits his, he puts a, his pinky up when he takes a sip. Right. Do you know, go look. It's like uh, King, Kim Jong-un in, uh, what was that What was that movie? <laughs> when he, like, uh, yeah, they, He's yeah. like, Dave, is there anything wrong with margaritas? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's tequila in them. Oh, I love tequila. I love do, you, do you guys make margaritas at 20 North? Sure. You do? Willingly? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. I, made, I made thousands of them at the bayou. Yeah. So me making them at, at, at my place isn't really, a, right? You're never gonna. It's never do you gonna do the salt. It's never. Yeah, if people want it, it's never gonna come close to the bayou. Oh no, not even not. close. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. I don't. Jess gets gets those. I don't really drink them. They're you know they're. You're okay. If I get a margarita, I want it. I don't get fancy with it. I think if you're gonna drink good tequila, you I do drink, like mezcal in it. Mezcal. Okay, I, I've never had mezcal. Honestly, yeah, I it's smoky. Is it? It's a smoky tequila. I got to try it. But yeah. I, I, mean, I, I think tequila. You, I think the you smoke the the agave plant for yeah. both of them. Yeah. I think that you, when you get a margarita, because you're mixing with sour mix, just like mixing Jack Daniels and Coke. Okay? Yeah. You're not going to mix 
good liquor with a bunch soda. of sweet and sour. Right. So if you're drinking a margarita, I go Cuervo Gold. You mm-hmm. get that nice dirty taste to it. You know what I mean? You almost don't want a great tequila in it. Cuervo's good enough. Cuervo yeah. Gold. You know what I mean? When you drink it, it's oh, this is such a smooth margarita. It's like just drink it smooth. You know what I mean? Like just drink. If you want a Patron, drink Patron. Straight. Straight. Yeah. And don't maybe mess a little with lime. It. Right. I mean, if, if you're drinking good. You know, uh, anything Jameson, you know, Jameson Black that, Barrel or Jameson, I was gonna say you know, that pretty much applies to most top yeah. shelf like good, good liquor. Yeah. You know, that applies to most of them. You know, it's, it's also you don't want to mix the good liquor with something because you're just right. detracting from. It's also. I mean, think about too. this: the only reason that that uh, mixed drinks are popular was because of prohibition. When the the liquor that you got during pro, all right there, Oliver, <laughs> the liquor that you got during prohibition doing prohibition was you know like what they referred to as like bathtub gin which mm-hmm. basically people were making it in their homes which was legal which you, was you well, the problem to, was a lot right. of it was of not good quality i don't right? want to eat gin out of my bathtub but right. i love gin. exactly but a lot you of it were allowed was allowed to make a certain amount for your, sure, your, for your right. own, yeah. personal consumption it was mm-hmm. true with wine as well but the thing was the people that were making it for other people wanted to make it as fast and cheaply as possible so generally it was terrible liquor so that to make it drinkable, that's why people started mixing it with like cranberry juice or orange juice. Oh, wow. Not because it's a tasty drink, which it is, mm-hmm. I will admit. But it was the only way people could literally Stomach drink yeah. that liquor because it was so terrible. You ever watch uh... that? You had to mix it with stuff, and that's that. That's really the only reason. See, prior to I'm sorry, Pip in this thing, prior to prohibition, people drank liquor straight. There was no. There was no cocktails. All the cocktails you see pretty much today were all a result of people trying to make liquor drinkable. Also, you didn't have juice and... Yeah, true. You didn't didn't have carbonation. You didn't have soda. Soda didn't exist. It was with water or, you know... Right. right, Club soda, I think you could could get at the time. Yeah, I don't think carbonation really came into effect until the early 1900s. You ever see the Boardwalk Empire where they're, like, uh, cutting... Well, they were making, like, really crappy liquor, and then they were cutting it with, like... um, that embalming fluid, what's that mm-hmm. stuff called? Formaldehyde. Formaldehyde. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. That, and that's that's part of the the thing that I was talking about is was because it tasted so bad. Yeah, they were doing it for color. So they were making basically a grain alcohol. Then they would mix it with formaldehyde for color and call to it, make it whiskey. whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, fantastic. I'm glad we missed that, to be honest with you. <laughs> Jesus. Think about that, everybody out there. No alcohol. Yeah, we live in a great time. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you got... Uh you got bathtub gin mixed with real Coke, cocaine, Coca-Cola. I mean, that must have been a good time, right? <laughs> yes, yes. You know, I. You know what's so funny? I was just watching that the thing on the Titans that built America. Oh wow! And one of them was the Coca-Cola, Pepsi-Cola, whatever. Oh, was that the one with Dr. Pepper? I don't know. I didn't see the whole thing. I watched the front end of it, but it I talked the back about end of it. it talked about when he was in coming up with the f- original formula. At one point, he got either fined or cited because there was there was a illegal something illegal in his drink, and it turns out it wasn't because of cocaine. It was actually the caffeine. Really, the caffeine in his original drink was at that I guess at that time was you could get in trouble for it. Wow! But he was putting cocaine Cocaine's in it instead. Tastes okay, cocaine, no problem. It's like, sir, it says cocaine in it. The officer's like, no problem. He's like, it's also got caffeine in it. He's well, like, you son of a bitch, you're under jail. arrest. It was, some, it, was, it was something crazy like that. He was originally in trouble because it had caffeine in it. Wow. I had some friends that went down to Peru and did the whole, like, Machu Picchu, 
or Machu Picchu yes. yeah, yeah. hike and everything like that. Yeah, right? Jen, Jen, right? Jen, Jen yeah. did that. Right. So she probably did the same thing. You wake up in the morning and they like they I think they partied a lot when they were down there, like the whole deal. Probably suck smoked, on a coca pro- leaf. Right, probably smoked no not not sucked on a coca leaf, but they had coca tea. Oh, wow. In the morning, and they every morning they would wake up and have cocoa tea, and they said they felt phenomenal. Like, yeah, it's freaking, you know, exactly. Like, like oh no, like every morning we had it, and it was amazing. They boil down the, the cocoa leaves, and it's just like, like hangover freaking, gone. Yeah, exactly, hangover gone, and holy, you know, yeah, little Jesus. caffeine rush. Holy, I'm a big fan of uh, caffeine. The show Meat Eater on, uh, I've seen, yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, like, Steve Rinella is awesome. Yeah. And he goes down to, uh, I think it was Bolivia or something. He may have been, it may have been Peru, whatever. But he, they were giving him coca leaves to, to suck on, and uh-huh. uh, you know, right before he hunted a monkey and ate I'm it. I'm pretty sure that the that, that people that live down there do that like regularly yeah, yeah. as part of their. It's part of the. It's like religious. Mm-hmm. It's part of their yeah. you know, culture. It not, is. I yeah. wouldn't say diet because it's not really no, food. But it, it it has like like certain like you're right certain celebrations or certain times of the day like like uh, taking a nap a siesta in in, in Spain or uh, tea time in in England. Well, yeah, I, I guess so, but I think there it's a little different. It is a narcotic. Well, they have like certain celebrations and certain uh, traditions that they do with the. Uh, well, is it, it is the plant itself illegal or is it refined? Actually, I have illegal? no idea. It gets refined. It, yeah. There's so a, if, if you, you got to mix it with uh, gasoline and so it I think takes the alkalides away and yeah, then it'll dry think, it I out. I think if you boil the leaves for a tea, I think it's okay. But yeah. if you refine it and yeah. do it right, you can chew on it. I mean, yeah. you can't grow it here, but I mean. It's not it's not cocaine, right. but there's still certain features that you would get from it by so, chewing on it or boiling it into a tea. Right. So think about the next big thing when it comes to FMBs and ciders and you know all that other stuff. How do we get weed in a can to to sell? Infused. I mean, that, that could be our thing. So well, they do make because um, I know there's people that ne- make ne- tinctures, which yeah. is basically. Alcohol infused with THC, so that does exist. It does I've exist already. It. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, but I don't. I mean, I guess you could just put a few drops in your beer, and there, there you go. Just like, just like St. Patrick's Day, except it's weed. Yeah, it's just like that. It's just like yeah. So that's the next chewing on plant leaves. Watch that. I mean, that's going to be the next big race. So when you see it, yeah. Now when you see like a lot of these 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 beer companies, so they're struggling to sell their big beers, and the ones that are probably traded their best beers are kind of have been tanking for years but they add a cider you know a major cider they add these major seltzers they keep evolving with the industry and growing that way so what's the next thing is it a race i'm saying like now it's the seltzers right now wine There's, coolers right wine coolers i'm really then, hammering that horse <laughs> i'm telling you right, i think i think they all get their own brand of weed somehow somehow yeah. there's going to be where it's gummies whether it's Whatever you're going to see something come out with that. We first need to right. see it go federal before we see the big beer mm-hmm. distributors, you know, doing anything with that because it's still illegal federally. So yeah. you're saying we're going to get alcohol and weed in the same product? Absolutely, I think that's the next. I thing. can't say. I that think that's I, bad. I, I I could see it personally myself. Mm-hmm. I could see it per, in in a, in a more of a microbrew setting first, and then from there. Right. So I mean, you've got the gummies. I mean, the gummies are going to be. You're going to see. I think you're going to see beer I wanna, distributors. I wouldn't be surprised if there's already... I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm almost confident there's like three or four brands out there that already... Like a couple out in Colorado. I think there's a new one in New York that's mm-hmm. that's putting THC into to alcohol. You're going to see alcohol and beer get involved in that process, yeah. I guarantee. Because they already have the licensing and the process and the know-how to do it all as yeah. far as distribution goes. So they're going to you know, figure out how to do that all. Now, if there's one thing that we know too is that when you smoke weed and you ingest weed, there are two different types of highs and your body breaks it down differently. So how's your body going to handle it if you're drinking alcohol and weed in it? 
Although I, I will say this, it's, I would it's say a great idea. People, like, I would say next time I go to SPAC, anyway. all I got to do is bring a 12-pack of <laughs> yeah. weed beer, and I'm golden. <laughs> Where's my weedies? Where's my weed? What do we call it? Yeah, weir. <laughs> yeah. Give me some weir. Or this, wait, bead. <laughs> this bud's for you, man. <laughs> we got to call it something better than that. It's right? <laughs> not a good name. Weed. Weed or weir? Weed or weir? I don't know. Neither of those is oh. good. We'll have to come up with something more clever. Yeah, please come up with something better before our next podcast, so you can at least delete. Well, it's too late now. That. Now that all yeah. the now that Hucha? all the the zillions Hucha. of people that, so that claims are listening to this are now going to steal our, our idea. Okay, so we'll go back. You know, I'm a th- I'm a third time uh, guest, so I feel like I'm a Saturday Night Live. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's you're like, like the yeah. uh, you're like the Steve Martin. Yeah, that's yes. three times. Right. Uh, and then after five times, who, who's, Jackie who's the other ones? Yeah. Tom Hanks is one of them. Uh, Alec Baldwin's in there, right? Yep, he's definitely yeah. there. He, he lives uh, in I that building. I think Justin Timberlake's in there now. Yeah. Yes. Martin Short. Yep. yep. Uh, what I was going to say is that uh, pretty much after the first podcast, you were an honorary member of the show. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I think you were our first guest ever. You might be right. What was I? I don't know. You might be right. When we were at the bar. Yeah. I think because we did three alone, yeah. I think. And then our fourth, we did with you. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, we did one in my house. Yep. And it was only because Jay was in stores. <laughs> Was what? Chase Bar was closed. Yeah, that's right. He yeah, we the, did too. He, br- he brought the he brought the poppers over that right. Had were were hot. Yes, Jay. That's the only time Jay's been on the podcast. Yes. Yeah, we did. We did, we did. one at the bar. Then we had two at my house. And then right. And then this. Is I think we did one at your house. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I'm saying. I know what you're saying. So yeah, one, yeah, two, yeah. three. Right. I agree. And yeah. you're you're welcome on anytime. But I'll tell you what. Those the burnt poppers were delicious. Though. They were good. They were you know. That we're gonna get again. We're gonna, we're gonna do another. Obviously, we're gonna yeah, do absolutely. another barbecue podcast. That was one of the funnest. Well, you know what I want to do? I want to do a tailgate podcast with the beard. Let's you do know, it with the with the brew, you know, and the uh, the Giants thing. You know, what I mean, we're gonna talk about best beers. Maybe we both can. Uh, we, we can actually hit that right now. What is? So we've been to games together, Dave, and I've made some bad decisions uh, and starting with some IPAs early and stuff like that. What's the? What do you drink when you go to a game? Like, what? What do you have a theory? You know, like. Now we were all rubes the first time we went to a Yankee game in you know, those fancy seats. I always say that I'm going to drink very little, mostly light beer. Oh, you got, I think you got to stick light beer. Well, you're going to yeah. be, you're right. going to be, you're going to be at it all day. Any event you're going to go to, yeah, is is for a significant amount of time. You know, any any event. So you got to say to yourself, you're going to really, you're going to, you're going to be drinking all day. Corona. I think you got to stick. Yeah, right. Corona's a good one. Yeah, it's, okay. Well, I drink Harpoon Reckley. You know, I'd stick to lighter beers, obviously. You yeah. know, that's my preference on beers if I'm drinking anyway. Modelo. Really. Modelo. Modelo. Sure. Or nat- Natural Light Natural works. Light, yeah. I don't know why. I, like, when I'm trying not to get super drunk, I drink Mexican beers. That used to be that's a, weird. You used to be 100% You're Bud weird. Light guy. Did you switch from Bud Light to Natural Light? Was that yes, the, because yeah. actually, it's a tr- this is a true story. It was, Eric's, it was Eric and Pete got me into Natural Light. I was always a Bud Light drinker. Then I realized Bush and Bush Light are essentially the same thing, but less expensive. Then one day, those guys showed up with like a 30-pack of natty, natural light. We call them Natty Lights. I'm like, you know, what do you got there? He goes, you know, my dad actually, he, you know, did their father, not my father, did his research. And according to consumer reports... Natural light was the best bang for buck beer you could get. So, so I, of course, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll try one. I'm not really, I'm good. You know, I, I like the, and it is an Anheuser Busch product. So I'm like, I'm game. I drank one. I said to myself, it's delicious, and uh, it's even cheaper 
than Bush and Bush Light. And it's essentially the same thing. So I've been sticking with natural light for quite some time. You got a bottle of liquor in your hand. What's Kevin's that? got a huge smile on his face. And he's pulling out more drinks. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'll, I'll hold off on the liquor. We're just talking about we, natural light. I'm going to pull out some real weird shit. We're an hour and 21 minutes. That's, that's actually not, not that long. What is all over it's your good. forehead? You got some schmutz. Some schmutz. 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 I do want to try this, though. I mean, we don't have to drink it all, but... Well, there's not much there. I, I, I don't even know how many else. It's 88 proof. 200 milliliters. 36 locks. We got to get them on the podcast. Yes. This is the one I think that's the old firehouse, right? Yeah. Not oh. On the other side. Go ahead. Yeah, you're good. All right. So now we're looking towards, you know... The end of, towards the end of the podcast, I just want you guys to be open-minded, okay, about this whole thing. So I think it's important in life to be open-minded and try new things and be willing to just accept what's different in the world, okay? So you guys have had some sours, I know, and I think you guys like them a little bit, right? Do you guys like them? Yeah, they're all right. Yeah, they're all right. All right. Some are better than others. Right. So I think most of what you guys have had are kettle sours. Yeah. Right. So a lot of that is basically they're going to add a souring agent or a bacteria. So like lactobacillus, Britannomyces to a barrel, something like that. And with like the kettle sours is what they do at the end. Once they have the desired sour, uh, they bring up the temperature and they boil it off and they kill it. So they don't infect their yeast like we were talking about a little while ago. So now Belgian sours pool pond lake pond lake pool what you say kettle and then there's the other one was like with a pool or something like uh, a very thin sorry cool ships right so cool ships is where you start using like the wild yeast in the air yeah so certain areas of the world have more yeast whatever Belgium has a very specific yeast and it yields great sours all over the country Brussels especially has a, a distinct yeast that comes out and it makes lambics. So Lambix is a, a Flemish sour, uh, which we're going to try right now. This is a, let's see, which one we got over here? Okay, so this is a actual goose, gooza. Not a ghost. Not a ghost. A goose is a kettle sour that's made with, you know, the same exact technique where they actually add a lot of, and they're all wheat-based, by the way. Okay. Uh, so we're going off that wheat base that we were just talking about. Are we still going to taste the banana? And no, we're not. You're not going to taste any. This is Belgium, so you're not going to taste that at all. Here, There's no hops in this at all. So this is just you're going to taste a very funky sour. Now this is actually a it's blend. Taste like a baguette. Yes, this is very funky. Ooh. Wow. Yes. So it's not just a lambic. It's actually a blend of one, two, and three year old lambics that is re-fermented. Very different, light. This this style is at least. It's definitely sour. Definitely sour. Yep. Man, there's something about this. This almost tastes like one of those those sh- shots or something you get from like the the girls at, at the bar that comes in like a. Yes, right. Like the, uh, the Jersey Turnpike, yeah. right? The test, but it, it's actually. <laughs> I'm not saying it tastes. It, ta- it, it There's something about it that just uh-huh. reminds me of like a club. I think it's the fruitiness of the... Uh, it's good, though. It's not bad. Yeah, there's no fruit in that. Um, that's just natural sourness of it. So there's no fruit added to it. There is a almost like a the aftertaste. It does still kind of taste like a banana-ish to me. 
It's it's got some fruit flavor like to it. It definitely does. Like in the beginning, it's like kind of berryish, and then it ends with a. But it's literally bacteria. Like bacteria. It's almost like vinegar. You know, vinegar. It's yeast eating bacteria. That's what gives it that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that kind of flavor to it. It's repurposed mold. Do you like it or do you not like it? What, do, what are your thoughts? As sours go, I guess it's not really a sour, but I, I well, like it, it. it. That's actually sour in its truest form. I like it better like than most sour. sours I've yeah. had. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's, it's not a generic sour where it's like forced upon you. You know what I mean? This is actually a real sour. Okay. All right. So now. Yes, it's pretty good. Okay. Good. I'm glad you like it. It has that type of. See, I really like like those. um like a like, well exactly like a lemon, where it will make your mouth water. Yeah, in the beginning, it'll it's make a, your it's like it'll make your yeah. uh, lemony. Yes, you get that little cloying, little ting. Yeah, yes. little tingle in the back yep. of your, your. I get that with spicy food. Yeah, yeah, real I'll spicy. It, I'll I'll like like, like spicy. a lemon. Okay, now I have another one which you should like better. Now this is a creek. This is liniment. You guys like have probably had liniment's framboise, which is the raspberry. I have had that. So. Uh, I've definitely had the the raspberry yes, one. Yes, the raspberry. That, that one's more was more popular, you know, yeah. 10, 15, 20 years ago. It was called the Francois, yeah, right? Frambois, yeah. Frambois, yep. that was it. Frambois. And, Frambois. you know, raspberries and cherries were actually more, they, they, were, precur- they were precursors to hops in yeah. the brewing process as, you know, flavoring. You had Gruits. And you know berries and stuff like that. Grew it is a isn't it like a mixture of like um, spices, spices and, and berries yes, and, right, and fruits. Berries, right, right. Fruits. So that exactly. is a shock oh. tart. I did so, learn that. Some, somebody read that in the book. I did learn. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's good. Yes. So now the thing that you get from this whole thing, this is made with cherry juice. They used to use Morello cherries, I believe, uh, early on in, in the process with this. When they could get them, then they would go to other cherries or cherry juice, whatever. Now the thing with here is he was in rage against the fruit. Yes, absolutely. Tom Morello, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. I, I'm very good at derailing. Oh, God. Oh, so many jokes. I'm just going <laughs> to stop. The, um, so, anyway, one thing you will notice. Boobs. boobs. You don't get overly su- <laughs> You don't get overly sweetness here because there's a lot of attenuation. That means, like, the, the sugars in it are used Honest for alcohol. Alcohol, yep. Correct. Gotcha. So, what you get is a very tart cherry flavor out of so this. you're saying that like that ch- they use the cherries instead of yeast no no instead of hops instead of hop oh okay right. for flavor okay gotcha alright by the way this, the, the shooter's on uh, it's a movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg oh love it and it's uh, Mara one of the, the yes one of the daughters one of the Giants daughters that's there. right one of the whose daughters from the Giants oh really and also her yeah, Kate their, uncle, their uncle or not their, their yeah their uncle right is a they're the Roonies, too. They're also... Yeah, they're related to the Roonies, Maras. Oh, that's right? true. Yeah. Through marriage. Yeah. 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 I think. Well, no, they're blood-related. Right. Because of... Uh... No, she's a... Yeah, she's a 10. I, a, a you're right. I do Mara. like this better. This is not very sour. Yes. It's... Again, the, the cherry mellows it out. Yeah. Again, the, it mellows it out. It doesn't get the sweetness. It's... You that would you would think it'd be a lot sweeter than it was, and and so is the raspberry. If you go back and try the, the and there's also the, a peach one too. Uh, but if you try any of those, it's there. It's a very nice blend of the lambic style and a fruit. It's why it goes so well. That's why you normally see those. That is a mix together. between a Ludens and a shock tart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in a good in a good way. Good. Yeah, I would no, say great yeah. way because those are two things that people might not like, but it's actually a very good. Yeah. Who doesn't this, like this? This is an excellent thing to go with like vanilla Hershey's ice cream. I kind of want more. Shameless plug. Wow. Um, or, Not related to know, Hershey's I'm chocolate. I'm honest with you, like, it's a great 
phenomenal, great dessert. And I've seen this paired either the Creek or Frambois with a lot of beer dinners that I've been a part of or been to. Like a float? Yeah, a float or just on the side. You know okay. what I mean? A nice little four-ounce pour with some ice cream and you could probably chocolate sauce. Something reduce like that. this down into a nice little sauce itself. Yes, yeah, probably. You, you abs- oh, my God. They, they do that. Absolutely. They make that into a raspberry puree and, yeah. you know, or a cherry sm- puree. I'd see, I'd right. see more cherry than raspberry. Well, it is cherry. Well, it's, it, this is cherry, right? Yeah. But the raspberry is the oh, more right. popular. Right? I like this one. I don't like yeah. raspberry. You know, although I like it, and I will say this, though, not to, not to say anything bad, it has a slightly musty aftertaste because like, it's a sour it's a and true, is that what it is okay it's a true all right that's wild what it is. yeast sour okay. there's no that explains it right this is all from the air this is all yeast that if you just leave it out you know there it has right. there's natural and there is yeast a in natural the air. yeast in that belgian air that will ferment anything in a very quick time period and it takes all the bacteria do you guys ever see that brew dogs you ever see that with the guys from brew dog the, the two Scottish guys? Nope. All right, so there's a TV show. Great show. I've it heard on, of it. It might have been on Spike TV or one of those you know, networks. Where is that network? Yeah, so they, yeah I think it's gone. I don't even know. I haven't seen it. So they... Uh, it got canceled. It did it. So All they, the good um, shows do. They got it. They did one with Jim Cook from Sam Adams. Sam Adams, okay. yep. And they made a beer with Sam Adams, and they made a Scotch Ale, and Scotch Ale isn't, doesn't normally do a lot of uh, hops in it, you know what I mean, something like that. So... They made a sour to kind of balance out the malt instead of the hops balancing it out. They made a sour malt. And what they did is they jumped into the malt themselves. So the bacteria from their bodies was actually, you know, part of the beer. Okay. So they said, we're going to be part of this beer. And it sounds gross, right? Uh, but You beat me to it. I'm like, that's gross. So the cool ship type Just thing. Just make sure you t- t- tell me what kind of beer that was so they, I don't they, drink right, it. They, 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 didn't pu- they didn't publicly make it. But what they did is the wild yeast in the air soured that little malt batch they mix it in with the beer with the brew they boiled it killed off all the bacteria so it's safe but you got a little bit of a sour that balanced it out so some of the scotch ale like stuff like that dirty bastard yeah i think it's the same type of concept is it also founders yes yeah right which i love that you know it's scotch ale because it's not hoppy you know i mean so you have to have something to balance it out and it could be a sour you know i mean like a little sour batch that goes into that type thing. So yeah. there's so much that goes into beer, and it's a lot of fun. And again, keep an open mind with everything in life, mm-hmm. and just don't take my yawning as as as, as boredom. I'm, right, I it's didn't sleep last night. It's it, beer's awesome, and we're drinking, and it's it's fun. And you know, I appreciate you guys having me on as always. I hope you guys all check out the Big Blue State of Mind podcast. Yeah, let's talk about that and, for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, let's let's for people who don't know what it is. You know, where can they where can they hear you? Uh, we're on all major platforms. We're working on Apple. We're having a little problem with that, so I have to talk to you about how to get on that because we have one little issue there. There is well, they just they just changed a lot of stuff with Apple, mm-hmm. so I'm grandfathered in. Um, there, I remember when I started, there was a very long uh, process to be cleared for them to for you in review. And you maybe had to have like four or five episodes in before they would release your your, your podcast. But um, yeah, I can help you with that. I can definitely take a look. Yeah, so we're on Spreaker, we're on Spotify, we're on all of the major ones. We are on YouTube. We have some YouTube episodes too. All right, so all right, all right. Uh, John went above and beyond and got like a thousand dollar camera. And oh, nice. I was like, why do you spend so much money? He's like, dude, I don't so have you're a kid. Lo- so you're doing a, you're doing video. We're doing video. Yeah, I, I did not know that. Yeah. And I didn't think it was necessary, but we're getting a lot of likes and, and hits from it. So 
Uh, it's a little bit fun. And what he does with the editing is, when we were talking about the draft, for instance, he threw a bunch of graphics he made about yep. the draft picks that we were talking about. Up on their wall. Up on the wall while we were talking about them, stuff like that. So it gave like some viewers a little bit of insight and stuff like that. Uh, you get to see my my man cave. I've seen it. Uh, yeah. It's legit. Yeah. we. Uh, it, it's a little unfinished basement that we turned into a little studio and... Um, it's a lot of fun. So we're just, we're having fun and I should probably, uh, keep this under wraps a little bit, but I think I'm going to be starting a second podcast. Oh, there you go. Yeah. We're going to call it Kevcast. Okay. Uh, it's going to be exclusive for, um, exclusive for Kevs or people that know Kevs. Um, so we're going to just, you know, keep it to that exclusive category of people. And, uh, I might invite my, you know, wife to be on the show and, have her talk about what it's like to be married to like a top percent, you know, one percent, you know, good looking Kevin, the uh, <laughs> best looking Kevin in the world. So, uh, but no, honestly, we're I'm, I'm you sure I'm, you want that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I can edit it whatever I want. Man. Yeah, you um, magic editing. Right. All I have to do is get her to say certain words, and I can put them in the yeah. right order. And uh, but no, we word. you know we want. Well, I just want to. I want to expand on a little bit. You, I really caught the bug with this a little bit. I want to expand it to be able to talk about some other stuff. So we're sure. coming up with some ideas on and how to just. Again, we're, we're not in this to make money or anything like that. Yeah. But we've got the equipment, and thank you for that recommendation because yeah, no it problem. works great. But we just want to be able to talk about some other stuff and have some fun and have some debates and just go with it. You know so. You guys got the beer thing cornered where, you know, we, we cheers to a beer and say, you know, we give a shout out to you guys all the time. So I'm not sure we have anything cornered. No, 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 no. Well, no. here's the deal, too. Like um, we are I don't want I, I know the way that we've kind of uh, marketed ourselves and, and kind of branded ourselves that it's it's a it's a beer podcast. But uh, one thing I reiterate all the time, it's it's what's brewing in the 518. And what I mean by brewing, I mean, like what's going on. Obviously, our uh, heart and soul is in, in beer, so we can still have conversations about sports. We can have conversations. We can go to a coffee shop mm-hmm. and, and, and talk about, you know. I don't drink coffee. Well, we could still do it. We can go to a cigar shop. We can drink some beer. Whatever I don't we smoke do. cigarettes All right, so, okay, let's, so let's go to the sports thing real quick. I want to see. Give me sure, a Mount sure. Rushmore of quarterbacks because that's going to be our next podcast topic. Eli Manning. No, honestly. Seriously. Like, like of all quarterbacks. Not Giants. I'm talking about. Right, for all-time quarterbacks. For all-time quarterbacks. Uh, obviously, Joe Montana, <laughs> Dan Marino, um, man, Tom Brady. You put Brady three, okay? Yeah. Well, did there was this supposed to be an order? Yeah, in order, right? I want, I want well, order. There is no I want, order. No, I want order. One, two, three, four. Of my no, four it's top. Not possible. Order. It's too yeah. quick. <laughs> and you know what? It's early. It's really, really early. But uh, Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> I was going to say Danny Jones. <laughs> Too soon? I uh, thought it, I, what's the, who's the Browns quarterback? Baker Mayfield? That's yeah. him. Yeah, that's yeah. who. Yeah, that's it. Well, he has great commercials. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they better win some ball games before they start. Right. Patrick, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is... I Mahomes, mean, just, yeah. Just watching him do what he does is... You know, it's so funny. You heard the talk about, like, is, you know, here we go. We got the greatest of all time versus the next greatest. Mahomes going for two. Is it going to be two? Will he get to nine? They're talking about him. You know, it's like, dude, relax. Relax. And they're like, they're like, oh, they just killed his chances of being the greatest. Dude, the kid's a young quarterback. Yeah, he's already won a Super Bowl. He just went against a freaking juggernaut of a team. Dan Marino's never won. Jerry, yeah, exactly. 
and he's and, one you know, of the best. And he threw ridiculous stats. He didn't yeah. have a long career because yeah. of injuries, everything like that. When you look at it, his stats were through the roof. Yeah. But I don't put him in my, my Mount Rushmore. Then again, we also look at like Montana. What's one Montana known for? For for a fourth quarter comebacks. Winning. Who actually has a season with more four court, fourth quarter comebacks than 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 Montana? Eli Manning. Well, I don't. I think that's an overrated stat too. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, you know that what? Would, that's what makes him okay. like they call him ice like ice water veins or whatever. All right, who's the most overrated quarterback of all time? Uh, most overrated. I'll answer for you, Joe Namath. Okay. Yeah. His stats are terribly through more interceptions and touchdowns, the whole deal. Okay, every Jets fan's going to. We never saw that. Deal. You know, that's how he's we kind didn't, of timeline. We never watched his okay. games. But okay, let's say in our generation since 1980. Okay, because we're all, you know, Brett Favre maybe up there. But then again, I don't put him as a top five quarterback. What I'm saying, no, right? I'd say he's up there as kind of being overrated. And I'm like, don't get me wrong. He was a gun. I loved Brett Favre. But I loved he's not put up him. there. What what guy that's but, that's considered to me the guy that's considered one of the greatest and I've even heard mentioned as the greatest of all time that doesn't have the stats or anything to, to back it up is John Elway. You know what I, I hate to say, but he he could he could had a, he had a hell of an arm. He had a hell of an arm, but but I mean he won two. Did he win two Super Bowls at the end of his career? Yeah, very because good. of Terrell Davis. Yeah. Okay, and I, I listen. I'm you a think guy, he's overrated? I do. He didn't have good stats. Not. Comparative to no, you yeah, know, like not, the, he's not not all time situation. Right. Like Tom Brady, one neither of the best quarterbacks. But neither does Joe Montana have real big stats either. No, and I think I think Joe yeah. without the rings is a isn't a top three quarterback. I think with the rings, he's a top three quarterback. I can say I, think I agree. He's number, I think he's number three. I put I put Manning, I put I put Peyton, Peyton above him and I put Brady number one. And I don't I don't measure rings that heavily no. as as you you know, but I don't think anybody can contest Brady at this point. You want to, you're a Giants I kinda, fan. No, I'm a Giants outside, fan, but I, listen, I'm the, probably the most honest Giants fan. I don't think Eli's a Hall of Famer. And that's gonna piss goes, off a lot of my a, listeners when we go to that. I don't point. think he is yeah. either. Wherever, I don't think Roethlisberger is either, so No, well, it probably isn't. Wherever Brady goes, he's he could have been he's been giving He could have been easily. Right. He's been given a pretty good I mean, give me one team of his that he's carried the weight on. A hundred percent, Brady. Yeah, what do you mean? Uh, one team where he's carried the weight. Yeah, what? Like, give me a year where the team really wasn't that good. Well, you, I mean, listen, he's always and had he's good still... defenses. He scored points, and the, the first couple of years was defense. Okay, and he he just managed the team. He got it done when he needed to. He didn't lose. But listen, then you gave him the greatest. You gave him a great receiver, and he broke every record in the book. Yep. Okay. And he's been. That's my point, right? No, and he's 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 been phenomenal. Now look at what Peyton Manning's done with some shittier teams. Well, Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning had Marvin Harrison he and did Reggie for a good, Wayne for like three his whole career. Yeah. So, I mean, he did that, and he didn't have a great defense. So you can't again, you can't That's, measure it one hundred percent on rings. But head to, not, I am not right. I, but yeah. you have then you go head to head. You go, you know, complete stats. I mean, Brady's played longer. Brady's, you know, taking care of himself. I mean, you can't. You he can't hasn't argue Brady. up as bad as as, right. as you, Peyton. You, right, you better offensive line. Right. I mean, you can't. You and you, one of your, one of the things that your your you father in law said the other day yeah. is that the last five years of, of Eli's uh, career were wasted because they couldn't replace that offensive line. 100%. And he's a hundred percent right. Hundred percent right. Right. And now their biggest mistake was that Eric Flowers. Yeah. 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 I mean, you don't ever draft a project. Don't get me going on the Giants. I'm not going to get mad in this podcast. No, it's supposed no, to be a fun no. podcast. I don't get going on the fact they didn't draft any fucking goddamn linemen in the draft. Yeah. All right. So. No, I, I was, bro, I was right with you. Yeah, you text me like the next day or yeah. that day. 
yeah, I was like, I'm the trading picks away when yeah. we have needs. I mean, listen, I like what they did. I like, I like the picks they got. I like, yeah, they eventually. You see, uh, cups or glasses or something. Yeah. Oh, shot glasses. Yes. Yeah. I, see, I mean, we're I, digressing I, here. I, I do like what they did overall. I mean, as, as, except for the linemen, I don't like what they did not getting a lineman. They're saying they didn't like the guys. And you know, and here's the thing: Gettleman said that I guess, I guess his quote was, "I guess we feel better about our linemen than you guys do." So you know what that says to me? Okay, now it's on you. Yeah. So if if it doesn't come through for yeah. what you think, then your ass is fired. Yeah. Because everybody, he's his, he's on the on the block. I love he is the, the depth that we have on everywhere else. We have way too many defensive backs, I think. Uh, and I don't think it should be up to Judge to save his, his job either. Because I, no, it's not I actually, no, 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 no. I was not a Ju- fan of the hiring of Judge. Yeah. I, oh, I like Judge. the first half of the season. I like, like Judge. Even before, I was like, no way. But then, yeah. like, really to see what he, he was able to do with that yeah. team in the, the second half of the season. Right. With the, with, the, with the players that he had, I was really, really impressed. And I'm also really impressed with uh, with uh, our old uh, quarterback there who went to Dallas. Um, I'm horrible with names. For all quarterback, and he was a coach. He's a coach. Um, oh my god, people are screaming right now. Dallas Cowboys, huh? Our offensive coordinator, J- uh, Garrett, uh, Jason Garrett. Holy crap, I can't believe I was drawing a blank on that. Yeah, I was like, What are you talking about? You don't remember he was our quarterback? No, oh, yeah, well. Jason Garrett was our quarterback. He was a third string quarterback for us. Jason Garrett was not our quarterback. When was he our quarterback? From the he was on the Giants as a quarterback. From um, Kerry to Kerry Collins. Yeah, Kerry Collins to he probably left the same year that we got. Um, hmm. Man, why are you asking me names? I'm the worst with names. Who's our Warner? Kurt Warner. He may have left the same year that so we like got Kurt 2000 Warner. around then. Yeah, so he was probably on our team from yeah, I'd say 2000 to 2003. Okay. Or 2004. I Yeah, I mean that could be. I mean He we, was a horrible quarterback. Horrible quarterback. I guarantee you. Well, I mean he's our third string, so he didn't play at all. <laughs> no, he did. Listen, he, Jason Garrett was actually a really good backup to Troy Aikman if you remember, because yeah. all he used to do and he was smart about it, he threw the ball up to Alvin Harper. Alvin Har- Harper Used to outjump every single guy in coverage, yeah, because everybody was double teaming Michael Irvin. So he had his plaque, and, yeah, plaque and, verse. right? Exactly, right. Did you look it up? No, I didn't. I have no service here, so hold on. We're out. Oh, it's not yeah, like we're I out mean, in the sticks here. Yeah, we're out in the sticks. This is like I got the, Spectrum the, 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 uh, cell phone service, and I got full bars. Yeah, sometimes the service sucks here. <laughs> I got to put you on the the. This is like Burke Kreischer's uh, podcast. I got to put goes you on out the Wi-Fi. The, uh, the woods, the cabin. This is nice. I gotta, like I said, I got to put you on the Wi-Fi. Probably. Oh, you're right. One one year, 2000. No, 2000 to 2003. No, well, it says 2000. 2000 to 2003. Okay, well, he played three years. Stats. He was on the roster, but he didn't play. Games, game starts, yeah. Oh, he never started a game. He played in. Uh, he played. He would come in in like the fourth quarter, or right. we use him, uh, in obviously in the preseason, and he was horrible. When listen, I found out he went to he, when he went to Dallas, I was like, "Oh, keep him." Listen, I don't think he's a bad coordinator, and we're gonna no, see what happens. Great. Right? Well, I wouldn't say great because I mean, when I was with Dallas, I saw. I remember watching one Dallas for Giants game, and he used Dak to perfection. He was running read options. He had trick plays going. The Giants didn't know which way they were going. I'm like, "Wow, this is great play calling." 
Holy crap! The Giants are well, on how the much is, the whole he time. was uh, him as a head coach. This is what it was when he was at a head coach. So yeah, whoever was call- yeah exactly. That's- he was calling the plays back then, whatever it was. So we're like, wow, this is this team looks really good. You know, that's the kind of Jason Garrett I want. Yeah. That's what we you have now. We've got a guy Daniel Jones that can run like a deer, but he's like an alligator when you can't run left or right. Okay, mm-hmm. like he trips over his own feet. And he still gets a little frazzled. He line. gets frazzled okay? in the pocket too. You, I mean, that run is the big, the, makes him the biggest laughing stock in the world. Yeah. He's got, you know, he backs up. He is fast running north to south, but he doesn't run left to right, and he doesn't scramble, okay? Now, you got Russell Wilson, who got sacked more than any quarterback in the last couple of years, right? That guy put up ridiculous numbers anyway. So I don't want to hear the excuses that you're getting pressured, that you can't make plays, when you're that ath- supposedly athletic that – that yeah. he is because he's not he's north south runner everything like that he's not he's not a scrambler right he's not a scrambler he's not elusive he's so far he's not a playmaker but it's you know again he's getting the pressure the whole thing you can't put that on him it just actually gives a kudos to Russell Wilson on how ridiculously athletic he is that he can throw 40 touchdowns yeah. and get sacked backwards, many times yeah. it's just it's stupid you yeah. know what I mean the, the athleticism so we're gonna see what happens same with Patrick Mahomes yeah and Mahomes is another freaking nature so uh, I'm not big on mobile quarterbacks. But then again, so was a uh, remember remember years ago when uh, I can't remember names, but um, quarterback for the um, for uh, the Raiders, the guy was like throwing like 60, 70 yards down the field from his knees. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, oh god, what's <laughs> he's from LSU. What's his name? Um, Someone. Oh, he got. He was awful. Guy couldn't read a playbook. No. So I mean, it's, some, it's it's more than just it's yeah, more than no, just definitely. athletic ability. And, oh, Ryan Leaf is another prime yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Ryan Leaf and Peyton. Is he still alive? What do you think of this whiskey? Oh, I haven't, I haven't even it tasted it yet. Are you serious? Yeah, no. I've, I've been I was drinking waiting for you guys. I've been drinking it. It says it's Gateway American Whiskey by Schenectady Distilling Company. Thirty six locks. I'm assuming that has to do with the Erie Canal. This flavor profile uh, is all over the place. It's aged at least six months in used American oak barrels, and it's 88 proof. It tastes a lot like an Irish whiskey to me. Oh, we'll find out. It's a. Uh, it smelled a little bit very like earthy. a scotch when I opened it up. It's very smooth at first. I'm not a whiskey connoisseur by any means. Yeah, it's definitely not a bourbon, or it doesn't have any bourbon flavor to it. it. It tastes to me like a Irish whiskey. It's more like a rye. Yeah. That's what I would say. It's uh, it's somewhat like an Irish whiskey, but I would say. See, I'm not a, again, I'm earthy not a, was a drinker. Earthy was a good term. Yeah, it's, it's uh, very earthy. It's uh, definitely American style, too. Yeah. Canadian whiskey doesn't taste like that. No. It's actually, it's at first it's real smooth, but then it ends a little, little harsh for me. A lot of it, I think the earthiness is the barrel. Yeah. Uh, they were using it says American oak barrels, and I don't, you know, I don't know if they char them. I mean, they had to, they had, must have had to char it a little bit because it's got a little bit because it's got some color. I mean, it's not a dark color, but it's not. No, I think they all are, but I think they have to be charred a little yeah. bit, or else it yeah. wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't color. But it's definitely, it's a, it's an interesting earthy. Like again, it's almost like a dirty. Yeah, it's smooth, but you're right. It's very earthy. I mean, I well, and six months isn't a long time. Normally, you're no, looking right. at. I think years. it's two. Is it two years? Two years, I believe. Right. So six months isn't a very long time. So you're probably, you haven't gotten the full aging right. mellowness that you or get. Or color, and you, you can see you can see right through that. Yeah, it's, it's fairly light. 
But, I mean... It's not terrible. You know, other choices were bourbon, and I forget what the other one was, and I'm not a really big bourbon guy, so, you know, I was over at the... Uh, so, is the, is, was there bourbon aged longer? I don't know. You know, I didn't or, actually read, because I'm not a bourbon well, I mean, person, so I skipped right over it. I mean, bur- I know bourbon, te- real bourbon has to be brewed in Bourbon County, Kentucky. Yes. But I know there's the other stipulations on, you know... It's ingredients. Right, ingredients. Are very important. Are very important. type of wood or whatever, right? Has to be a certain. It has to be a certain ratio of ingredients mm-hmm. to be considered bourbon. Now, I know wine. is I actually, very I'm not entirely. I'm not entirely certain that the bourbon thing is true about being in Kentucky. I think there's such thing as Tennessee bourbon. Uh, not Jack Daniels is not one of them, but it's, it's, it's match, not right? like it, I don't think it's like champagne, where champagne has to be made in France. I want to say bourbon can be made outside of Bourbon County, Kentucky, and it can be called bourbon. But it has to maintain a certain ratio of ingredients to be considered a bourbon. Like, also Jack Daniels, like I said, it's not—it's a mash, mm-hmm. and I believe it's also filtered. But Jack Daniels is, which you know, real bourbon is not. Hmm. I think those. I mean, I'm, I'm almost positive that's the deal. But I think I'm out of my realm with. I'm comes pretty to sure a, bourbon yeah. can be made outside of Kentucky. It just has to be a certain certain recipe. But you're right. This is. I think the reason it's very earthy. This is. Is because it hasn't aged. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you probably get in a. I don't know what the would be premature. Probably Young. it's a little premature. Young. And you know what? I give these guys credit. You know they're right in they're right in Glenville. And they I actually bought it at the farmers market in front of uh, City Hall, oh, nice. which by the way, it's worth a, it's worth going over there. There's a lot of good good local stuff there between vegetables, honey. Uh, the guys from, they have a lot uh, of good stuff. Peppers, flats. peppers. You, the big flats guys are are the great flats. If you want good peppers, big, big, big flats is out in Western New York about horse heads. I have to say something completely stupid every podcast. Great flats and like oh, your father makes cigars. What's his name? Big Papa. <laughs> what was that? It was something like a, <laughs> Bunt, da, Bunt, Bunt, Papa, Papa yeah. Doc or something. Yeah. Hey, Don, and while you're down Don, there, stop down at Twenty South Tavern. <laughs> right. Exactly. Perfect. Oh, yeah, so we got the best chicken thumbs but in I got, town. I, I, I got it some chicken. What is it? Chicken legs. Uh, I do like that. I got to give them a lot of credit. There's a lot of good stuff over there, you know, in terms of local and tasty stuff. Hey, at least I didn't say Jabel Pebbles. Jabel Peppers. <laughs> uh, it's, it's our best player. Yeah. But I'm going to have to try the bourbon just for the hell of it. Yes. I still, wow. I'm afraid to take more sips. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it was a small bottle, 200 milliliters. It's like two shots each. All right, I'm going to say that it's not terrible. Not terrible. But, That's I mean, not but, a huge oh. endorsement <laughs> for the <laughs> folks but, at 30. Hold on, listen. Uh, I'm not a booze drinker either. You, I mean, how many shots have I done with you at 20 North? Not many. Eight thousand. No, not true. I remember yep. I'm guy that oh, said, I'm on. one of the deny, guys that don't deny it now. But. How many I, shots have we done? Don't deny yeah. it. 8,000. <laughs> Again, I just, we were talking about Woodford Reserve that I had the other day. I was like, wow, that is phenomenal. This is not obviously Woodford Reserve. And for, you know, just throw this in a cup and say, taste this. Yeah, it's not, it's, you know, I, I just came from drinking something really good, you know, my last bourbon experience. So it's not, it's not terrible. I mean, I, I can palate, but I'm not but spitting it's no it out. no Woodford but, Reserve. Right, exactly. Awesome. My last bourbon experience, well, whiskey, is uh, Ironweed, distilled in Albany. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. And then before that, I was drinking bourbon. I was drinking bullet bourbon. That was bullet my last bourbon. bottle. Yep. 
How do you spell that? B-U-L-L-E-I-T. Yeah, it is. It's a nice spell. Because I just had some at our last podcast. Bulliet. had some, yeah. Bulliet. Bulliet. Yeah. Bulletta. Yeah, I had a little bit of that with on the rocks for our last podcast. It was I like it. See, I think that that's one of my favorite things to do. I was like, the guys, we're gonna, we're, we're not gonna steal the thunder of you guys. No, no, being a, a brew podcast, but we're gonna start off. Hey, what are you drinking? You know what I mean? Yeah. And Eric is, you know, they're all beer lovers too. So that, that's actually kind of like, maybe that's a good name for a podcast. What's that? Hey, what are you drinking? Hey, what you right. drinking? Hey, what are you drinking? Yeah. But um, hey, what are you drinking? Uh, we, whiskey. We, I think that's probably better than hey, what's in your mouth. <laughs> Too, too many bad it's answers. In your mouth. Yeah. Too many bad answers there. But we've kind of gotten away, not away, we still talk a lot about the beer, but we, we've definitely focused a lot more on these side conversations and yeah. stuff like that. So. I think you guys are killing it with that, that hard awesome. part. And that's the, the, that's the most fun, I think, that you have with oh, yeah. this podcast. And right, you just come up with a topic and you just shoot the shit about it. I mean, no, when you could talk great. about Star Wars and, you know. And all these little different topics, and go off in different directions with it. You know, I used to feel bad because, like, every once in a while, Dave and I will get off on a side tangent, uh-huh. and our guests will sit here and look at us. Yeah, and it almost like I'll sit there and be like, oh, I feel like I'm being rude. I don't know if you feel the same way or whatever. Nope. But then people have come, people have come out and said, you know, when you guys, and then some of the guests have sat there and said, watching you guys go back and forth yeah. in person is is nuts. Oh, so absolutely, absolutely. And that's what you know. We're just getting used to ourselves. Yeah. And, you know. Oh, and, yeah. You got a long. And, and here's the thing, like. And I felt today I didn't bring any notes. I didn't bring anything on the, t- you know, whatever. I just, I came with just the knowledge in my head on the beers. And I just want to talk to you guys. I miss you guys. You yeah, know, for sure. Because this was fun. Yeah, hell yeah. And, but the first two times I came, I was nervous. You know what I mean? It's like, you really? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I want to, I want to be on a podcast. And I talk about beer. I was like, I had notes. I'm like, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about, I was like, come on. It's, it didn't, to me, it didn't flow as natural. I was like nervous a little bit, you know? And I think the first two podcasts that we did, or at least the first one, was um, like we were all really nervous. It's like, how is it going to go? I was like, well, I'll host and I'll just dish it off to you guys. And, you know, <laughs> when you're dealing with three different people and you're talking about like news subjects like sports, like we, it almost came off like a newscast. Yeah. It's like, well, what do you think about this? Well, we're trying to get it more natural. Yeah. And, you know, we're having just some fun with it. So we're, we're coming to our own. As we get into like the, I love the debates. So as once they drafted and we had a recap of the draft, we started going at it a little bit. I'm yeah. like, you're fucking wrong. Like yeah. this, they should have drafted linemen. You know what I mean? Like, are you happy with this line? You know what I mean? Like, I got a little heat and stuff like that. I'm like, that's actually good. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. it doesn't have to be scripted. You know what I mean? Like, no, exactly. Just wanted to talk about whatever. So our, our thing now is going to be like, hey, I want to talk about a couple things. I'll dish it off to you. You talk about a couple things. We'll go back and forth, and let's just have fun with it. You know. See, so. well, I think one of the things that like it still surprises me when we go and talk to people. I don't ever remember. Obviously, I was I've done I've done radio, so I've not. I don't really get nervous with this, and I don't think you were ever nervous. Nope. Um, but it's weird to see that people do actually get nervous. Omar was obviously a little nervous. I think uh, last n- nothing knock against Omar, but you know, so many people don't understand what's going on. And they feel like they got to know, like, what are we going to talk about? What's everything? Right. Let's, let's discuss this first. So I try my best to give the illusion that we have a, a, a very set game plan, mm-hmm. then not have one yeah. at all. So yeah. to me, because I don't want one. Surprise. I yeah. <laughs> I just want to, I just want to come out and I want to have a good conversation. Right. I don't want to. All right. First, we're going to talk about this and you talk about that and you mention this. No. We're going to go out. We're going to talk. We're going to have yeah, a good time. Exactly. It's just yeah. like you would at the bar. Yeah. That's what, that's what this is. Right. That's no, good stuff. 
and uh, I'm just happy to be a part of it. So what thank you. Say guys. we wrap this up. Yeah, we're almost two hours. I think that's yeah. it. Yeah. How would you like to end this, Dave? I think we can just just turn just, it off. Just say goodbye. Uh, say goodnight, Gracie. <laughs> Good night. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, Mom and Dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.